0: Yo, what's up
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 98, and today is a first and a second, the first live podcast we've ever done. From? From Ibach, Ohio. Oh,
2: <sighs> and the second time, Roycey's been on. Hello and welcome back. I'm, I'm happy to be back. This is exciting. Royce Bernard in the building. Especially to do it from a, a live standpoint. Yeah, right? It's kind of crazy, dude. It uh, brings a different element to the event. Oh yeah, you know, and the stairs we're getting is kind of cool because I don't think anybody's really ever done a full podcast from a show. They haven't, dude. So it's that's just, pretty exciting. I think we could definitely start a
1: trend. You know, we I should. R- I really want people to start taking podcasting more seriously, and especially in uh, in like our our demographic. you know? oh, yeah, I think a lot of people could start podcasts, and I think it would be cool. The more, the merrier
2: you know yeah no and and i think it's almost like vlogging like it's it's a little bit i mean you you get more of a live aspect of it i mean we got the music in the background you got everybody walking around you got cool cars around you you know it's it's more of a i think friendly atmosphere to do something like this for
1: yeah no definitely man so it's uh it's good to have you back on the pod uh, if you guys aren't familiar with RB, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, um, so I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know, um, been I've known Frank since what 2014, 2015, something so. like that. Yeah, yeah. I met him at a at a show and uh, kind of just hit it off from there. You know, and. Been helping him with with every with you everything that I can do. And you have man,
1: you've definitely helped so, me out a lot. And, uh, I really appreciate you, dude.
2: We we love it's it's fun to see you because I mean we only get to see you hand time, handful times of a year. You know we get to hang out, so it's fun and uh, more about me is uh, I'm a realtor from Milwaukee. Um, have a right-hand drive NSX that Frank helped me go get when yeah. oh, I came yeah. out here. Yeah, we I flew out there to come and see it, um, and just yeah excited to be back on the show and and have fun with it because last time we did it was super super fun and.
1: When was it when we did it Ah, that was
2: February because it was uh, LA Tuner Evo. There you go. That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah, and the podcast was like still relatively new. Yeah, it was in your it was in your garage still. Yeah, (laughs) dude, we're creeping on a year. I think it could be like within the week to be honest because the first episode released was uh with big mike yep and that was uh, right after last, this yeah, that was this that was yeah. this this i don't know if it was the same weekend well because you did it so. at the airbnb i remember that yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
2: so and then just listening to the older episodes it's uh pretty cringy <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was fun though man. yeah no
2: and i mean but you gotta you can think about it like i mean you're still learning you'll always be learning stuff and everything will just get better and better every time yeah no definitely man so uh
1: Today we uh, have a third mic set up, and we're just going to have people stopping by, come chat for a little bit. Whoever else is down to chat, yeah. I think um, Ryan from AutoFair might stop by. We got um, Danielle from Jay's Racing. Danielle, she's she's actually scheduled, so she'll be here in the next <laughs> 20 minutes, which yep. is going to be awesome. Uh, she's got a real uh, real story to her, 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 her journey in the last yeah. year, man.
2: You know, um, and, and it, I think it's going to be cool because, I mean, we're, we're going to have a lot more than just one guest on the episode this yeah. day. So it'll make it a little bit more interesting to have all different people seeing how they like the show and, and how, how the podcast feels for them. You know, it'll be awesome. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. What do you listen to? Uh, pretty much a you. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: There's like a lot of real estate ones too. There are.
2: Really? There are. Like, I, I listen to some once in a while at work, but, you know, I mean, it's it's things i already know i guess yeah you know i mean you can only talk about inspections so much and, yeah. and all that stuff so you know it's not interesting like with me like having the car the car background and stuff like that that i like doing you know it's it's a lot more interesting to hear about all these people like big mike like Ry- ryan from rye wire all those guys like it's, it's cool to hear their backstory yeah so, is there anybody that you would want us to have on the pod that we haven't had yet ah uh, man it's it's tricky i think you know i think I think something like that, you know, I mean, you could get one of those YouTube vloggers or something, but, I mean, I don't know, like, it's, you've had a lot of good guessing. and I mean, there's a lot of different demographic you've hit with all these different yeah. guests so I mean there's I I like Mickey Mickey is the best that yeah, one, that dude. one was fantastic a lot of people love that one shout out to Mickey from throttle man he killed it bro yeah that one was phenomenal it and was
1: we could have kept going yeah too that that combo was just so awesome
2: and I think that was your longest podcast too close to
1: it yeah, yeah, cause it was like three and a half hours yeah we just did uh David from a uh, DPk David from Ryewire okay and his was over four hours was it really yeah yeah bro and
2: uh it's just insane for people to like actually listen to the whole thing and enjoy it yeah no yeah i mean i listened i listened to the whole uh mickey one on the way back home from up north one weekend and it was just like everything was just intriguing like listening about his his eg and like it's it's cool to to hear all these different things from all these different people you know it's and I mean, you think about it, some of these people are making treks four or five hours just to do the podcast with you. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It's really, really cool for them to like dedicate a whole day to just come hang out yeah. with us and talk and to see the vision, you know, to see the vision and to want to actually be part of it. Oh yeah. That's, that's really dope, man. I love it. And, uh, We'll see where it goes from here, man. I uh, I just don't want people to think that this is an automotive podcast. Yeah, no, you know?
2: I know. And, and that's the thing, too, is you could definitely have so many other people. I mean, you had, like, your buddy Nick, who's the photographer. Like, he's not really, like, big into cars, like, and, and have him have him come on and, and talk. And it's, I mean, you just get all these different people, you know, and definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start the podcast,
1: because although cars is a large part of my life, it's, like, not my entire life no yeah definitely yeah so i i I would actually like to get a lot more people in that are um into music you know yeah maybe some local rappers or something or maybe in the future get some like
2: even bigger there you go yeah rappers or your nephew benny benny (laughs) Benny. dude (laughs) i would love to do a podcast (laughs) with
1: benny shout out to benny man (laughs) It would just be an explicit, <laughs> it would be an explicit one. But uh, yeah, I think it would be cool, man. I think the to even t- I think a podcast with like Christian and Daniel yeah. would be really cool yeah. too. Talk
2: about Christian with like his, his uh, skating, skating and all that.
1: Yeah. And... So we're actually gonna have Christian on and Ashley for the hundredth episode. That's coming up. Yeah, two yeah, episodes. Yeah. Two episodes. Yeah. So after this weekend, we'll be ready for the 100th episode. I think that we'll probably record it uh, this week because next week I'm going to be at H-Day.
2: Oh, yeah, because that's H-Day. H-Day. East Coast one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, um, Maryland. Yep. So that's like the big one of cool. the year. So I'll be, I'm will be i not sure when this will actually release. I think this might release the Thursday before H-Day. Okay. Yeah, so when we go to H-Day as well, we're going to be doing a lot of pods out Are there. Are you going to pod
2: live from there too probably? Uh,
1: I'm debating it. Yeah. I'm thinking about it because I don't know if I'll have a, a co-host True. to do it with. Uh, my guy Kev, um, he's going to help me out with the booth. But if we're both potting, then people are just going to, like, steal everything. (laughs) you can say, hey, don't do that. Hey, stop. Stop. Put it, please, put no, no, put it down. But, uh, so, since the last time that we talked, you've had some uh, significant things happen in your life. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, let me see. In February, came back home. um, I raced motocross, amateur, have fun with that. Um, I was in a super, super bad accident. I almost died. Um, Broke both my feet, fractured an ankle uh internal bleeding lost half my blood inside my in my body from a severed artery in my God hip damn um i was in the hospital for five days and it was it was the worst experience i've ever had in my life
1: well let's dig into that worst experience man. yeah
2: um so yeah so Good i door. i amateur race you know i have all my friends all my family we we all go out you know and um it was mother's day when it happened so oh my, so my mom shit. and dad were there my mom and dad were there happy and, mother's uh, day <laughs> yeah um, and I'll get into something even worse with that situation. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we were we were racing. Um, first lap, came around a big 80 foot plateau. Um, my tire was a little flat. Kind of just dug me straight up into the air, and and I, I cased it, and it launched me off the landing, and and I just basically cannonballed about 15, 20 feet down onto my feet and my back, and um, wow. you, you know it it was it was not fun. You know, um, I was in the hospital for the five days. Uh, I still can't feel my back really, and it's been about four months. Really? Yeah, my back's still numb because I have severely torn tissue in my back, hip and pelvis. Uh, they thought they thought I broke my my pelvis at first, but thank God I didn't. Yeah, because I mean you could bleed out from that, and then they didn't find the internal bleeding till the next day. So that's why like I lost about half my blood inside me. I had two blood two blood tra- two blood transfusions, and uh, shout out to my girlfriend Andrea. She stayed with me the whole five days, and she's holding down the and booth she's holding right down the now. booth right, hey. right now. so look at look at her rocking the booth right now. <laughs> <Slanging>. <laughs> She's thinking about what to sell. Yep. I'm gonna sell to this person. Yeah, dude. So five days. Yeah, um, and I was we were, we were about 45 minutes from my house. So the the hospital was about 45 minutes from our our home because we were like an hour and a half away from the track for the track, and um, it was. You know, I'm I'm thankful that the doctors were there to help nonstop. You know, um, I had to relearn how to walk. I was on a, I was on a walker after I left the hospital for about two three weeks, um, and then I had these stupid ass shoes on that like they're universal and I look like Jesus. Yeah. They're Jesus sandals, so it was <laughs> it was like it was weird. But you know, um, Fuck, I still I still have pain in my feet. I still limp once in a while in the morning, like when I'm waking up, just because it's still so it's still sore and I'm tight and everything. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't it didn't go for as bad as it went. It couldn't have gone better. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I didn't die. I had I have my family, everybody behind me. And, uh, so they found the internal bleeding the next day, and that next day was my parents' 30th wedding anniversary. Oh, dear. So it was happy Mother's Day and happy anniversary to my parents. Wow. And they, they live about two and a half hours from us, so they had to, they went, they were at the race, went back home because I had the dogs, and then they came back the next day again for the surgery. So it was, it was, it was, it was scary. Like, I've, I've never had something like that happen before, and, yeah. you know, I'm thankful I had the people in my corner that I did. Yeah. So... But no, I'm I'm feeling good. You know, i have ba- been back to work for a while, and and I'm I'm just taking day by day. You bounced back pretty quick. Guys. Yeah, no, I was I was I was back to walking somewhat normally about a month and a half after. Like I still had the broken toes, I still had the fractured ankle, and, and you know, and I mean, I still can't lay on like hard floor. Uh-huh. I still can't because it, it hurts my back so much. But you know, it's it's I'm there. Yeah. So you have a really good outlook on things. Bro. Yeah, no, you know, and after that I think I think that's my outlook right there. It was just like, you know, you gotta take life day by day. And um just it was and we were in the process of buying our house at the same time. Yeah. So I was out of work for two and a half weeks. Thank God my work was able to keep me like paid, I, and we got through all that stuff. So I mean it was it was scary because I was in the hospital for five days and trying to buy a house at the same time. Like it was it was a nightmare. Good Lord. Dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Us. but you know it, it's good and i'm i'm there i'm there and i'm, I'm alive yeah yeah no definitely you can't we got, even we got honda pro jason at the booth right now is he shopping is he gonna he's buy shopping. something let's see let's see let's see he's gonna buy. let's see is he's he gonna reach in his pocket uh nope nope nope, <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh damn dude so when you felt that impact like what were you thinking
2: uh, well, so I can still re- I can still remember the whole thing, like because uh-huh. yeah I didn't pass out from anything I didn't I was I was awake the whole entire no time. Way. Yeah, yeah I didn't pass out at all, um, and uh, I st- I still vividly remember like just cannonballing on my back and feet and and just just instant pain, and then I try I tried getting up twice after it and I just fell back to the floor and they had to come and get me and it took them forever to get me off the track. Dude. Why is that? They were just they they were just worried because I mean I couldn't move. Yeah, you know, and they didn't want me to get in any more pain. They didn't know if my pelvis was broke. They didn't know if anything was broke. Like, so they put me on a backboard. I had all my gear still on my helmet, everything, and and uh, they took me into the trailer, took me out, and then like, yeah, they got to give me the hospital, got me in an ambulance. Took them about, it took me about an hour and a half to get to the hospital from the incident to it happening, and then in the ER, they like just were like, I walk in and it was straight up like one of those like. Hospital shows where there's doctors everywhere trauma surgeons like everything because they just didn't know what was wrong yeah so I had I had a few cat scans done that day I had x-rays done they found the one foot was broke because that one was feeling the, like hurt the most the next day my other foot was like twice the size and they realized that one was broke too so and then they found the internal bleeding that day too and it was just it was the second day was the worst day. And the first the first night and the second day were the worst. Yeah. And just laying in that bed for five days was absolutely horrible because I, I couldn't bet, every time I'd get up my heart rate would go up to like one eighty and my blood pressure would go down to like seventy. Like so it was like just just horrible. What but, an experience. Dude. Yeah, no, yeah. Wow. And and you know it's it's it kinda blew my whole summer because I couldn't I couldn't really do anything. Like and with me like I like action sports, I like doing all that stuff, so like I went wakeboarding about a month ago, and and <laughs> it felt fucking it felt, <laughs> god. <dude. laughs> I had to do something, man. I oh my was I was god. so <laughs> it hurt, but you know I was it was it was worth, it. it put me in a good mood, you know. And and I'll probably go again, hopefully before it gets too cold up by us. But yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's good. And I'll get back on the dirt bike next year. I'll, I'll start racing it next year. It's just I had I can't I can't have that that pressure on my back right now. Still on my feet, and still haven't gotten a new helmet yet because I had to, my helmet was just trashed. Do you still have it? I don't think so. I think we threw it away. Really? Yeah, cause it, it's the second. It's yeah, it's the second helmet that I've just like annihilated racing. I blew, the, I, blew, I blew the whole front off of off of uh, a helmet from hitting the face of a jump and going like forty. Oh. But that one, all I did was get some road rash and some bruising and some like a sprain, but that was about it. You're fucking hardcore, bro. <laughs> Not really. It's just, I'm just lucky, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and I'm just thankful to be alive, you know, and, that, and that's the thing is, like, because you don't know what could happen. And has, has it changed your outlook on things? Yes and no. I mean, life, life's what you make it, I guess. I mean, I'm thankful that I got my girlfriend. We got our, our dogs. I got my family. Like, we're, you know, it's it's... That's where I, I look at it is that like everything revolves around them. Yeah, and uh, and you got to not really put yourself in. F- I mean, you got to put yourself in front for everything. But you know, I mean, you have those people, and and when I when I felt like I I found out who I had on my side, you know, really? because I mean, those are the those are the types of things where it's like you had some, like I had I had some friends that that live even closer and didn't show up like to say hi but i mean i understand people are busy and like people are hitting me up but like having people like my mom andrea on my side the whole time like that really meant something to me like yeah when when she's i mean she she, she stayed home from work she stayed she didn't go to work for that five days while i was there and she slept on the couch mm. in the hospital with me the whole time like it was, it was worth it. Uh oh, we got dope. we got our 11:30 showing up. Oh, she looks so nervous right now. Take looks a super seat. Super Take, a, Take seat. a seat.
1: everybody, we have our uh, special guest here. Hello. So, you want to just make sure you talk? Yep. Into the mic. Okay. So guys, we have Daniela, Hash, Holt, Holt, Holt that's crazy we've yeah. known we've known each other so long long time before you were a wife
3: long time before
1: you were a mother yeah. before I lived here before you even lived here I that's lived in right. Oregon
3: when I knew you so Did let's you really give, uh, yeah that's I right we,
1: that. we were actually just talking about that mm-hmm. last night so you used to live in NorCal as well
3: yes I'm from Oregon and then I moved to California and then I moved to Tennessee
1: nice so let's give everybody a, a, a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do and what makes you such an awesome person Okay.
3: (laughs) Well, I work for Jay's Racing. I'm their only personal representative in the US.
4: Nice, So
3: I got that gig because I worked for a shop in California that went bad, Uh Uh, did some bad business. Uh And so they were a distributor of Jay's Racing. And when I moved to Tennessee, they reached out to me about some money owed to them.
1: Gotcha. And I
3: told them I no longer worked for that company, and then I became their personal representative.
1: Wow, that's a huge gig. It's yes. like a blessing in disguise, too. Yeah. yeah, I don't think people realize how big Jay's Racing is, but it's pretty much up there with Mugen and Spoon um, on the uh, the Japanese side of things. Right. Yeah. So that's really that's a really cool gig. Um, and then you have your fit.
3: Yes. As well. Yes, that I have had since 2011. I bought it with 20,000 miles on it. Um, I wanted one with the JDM front end, so we found one and we went to California and bought it. That's when I lived in Oregon. And then bought the M7s and built them for the car. Yeah. And it had 20,000 miles on it when I bought it, and it's at 250 now.
2: Wow. It's been
3: everywhere. Car <laughs> looks
2: great. Yeah. Thank, thank you. It still looks <laughs> so good. Thank you. Well, and it's your daily too, isn't it?
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Adam drives it daily. Yeah
1: and then now you have your your family Yes. tell us about your family yeah
3: so he is mason
1: and
3: he will be two in november
1: i love him and he loves uncle frank
3: he's all about uncle frank (laughs) and he's getting into the car thing now too so he's all about it
1: so how did you and adam meet
3: Actually, uh, Week Fest Fort Mason 2012.
1: Yeah, wow. no way. Yeah. How did that happen?
3: So he flew out there to go to the show and we all stayed in a big house together and then we it went from there. And I'm the more spontaneous one, so I moved to Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> he would have never moved to California. <laughs> no way.
1: So, what's the difference between uh, California and Tennessee besides everything? <laughs> I was gonna say
3: everything. Um, Diversity, food, uh, the way people talk, the humidity, um, bugs, fire ants fucking suck. (laughs) Um, Everything. We don't have the ocean. Yeah. That's a problem.
0: Definitely.
3: Um, Car scene-wise, it's much different. There's not the availability meaning a lot of the shops and everything we were talking about this last night there's california and then there's everything else
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: so like ryan Rywire, he's like where is wisconsin
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: we were talking about that
3: so all the shops everything the hub is california yeah so here like you you know yep. it's just you can order stuff off the internet of course, but when you actually see the people, get to meet the people and intermingle with them, you support them more. Yeah. So that's why California this scene's so heavy and then you kinda of move away from that and it's hit or miss. Like you have really nice builds, of course, in other places, but not as many. Like you go to California shows and you're like,
0: wow. Yeah. yeah. So And
2: I think I think I saw that when we were out in LA for Tuner Evil, like coming from Wisconsin to going out there. It was it's night and day difference. Right. I mean just the shops that do the shows there is it's insane what they do you know and and i think that's with that central hub it's definitely i mean i think the ease of parts to getting out there is way nicer like with me it's all online Online is everything.
3: Well, and it's how you learn too. So if you're a young kid and you go to a show and you see a bunch of cars with rotas and whatever, you know, that's what you're going to want. And that's what you know. Mm -hmm. You don't have anybody to learn from. So that's why I always say like if someone's trying to talk to you and ask you questions, answer them because you might be their gateway into a different world Mm -hmm. or way of thinking that they're just not, you don't grow up or be born knowing about Mugen if you've been yeah, around there yeah. stuff like that yeah
1: I think growing up in SoCal and then starting uh, you know getting into Hondas in SoCal that was like such a super cheat code mm-hmm. especially being so close to like the guys in LA right. and the valley and stuff
3: and you know the meat is at Ibox so you see that you the they have you know week fest and all that stuff that centralizes the big names so
1: yeah that's why it's so different. it's uh it's been an exciting journey you right know? one thing that I really appreciate about you is that like you've always supported us from the beginning same with you thank you've you, always thank been that you. way
3: I remember the first time we met you Sam was all about you my best friend I think it was when was your first booth Fort Mason week fest was it 2009 or 10? 10 10 yeah so, his whole thing, the whole time we were driving from Oregon, I gotta meet Frank, I gotta no. meet Frank, I gotta meet Frank. And Shout
1: out to Sam.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah,
3: crazy Sam. So, that was, you're pulling my cord I here. I know. <laughs>
0: um,
3: when we met you, you were just the same person now that you were then. Thank you. And you had just your little table, you know.
0: <laughs> some
3: people knew about you, but it wasn't like now, Downstar, Downstar. Yeah. Downstar. So, it's always just been the same. You're. A lot of people they'll talk to you on the internet or whatever and you think you want to meet them and then you meet them and you're like I could have lived without Definitely. that yeah. Oh, yeah and you were never like that thank you but a lot of people are yeah so it's yeah. refreshing when you're just the same person on the internet that you are in real life
1: yeah I think that that's what we, we see a lot of that nowadays and we were kind of talking about that last night that it's really become the norm you know and it's we kind of say like that they're actors You know, and you see see an actor, we we were saying like, you know, you watch like an Adam Sandler movie and you're like, that's not him in person, but I enjoy that person. Right. But I don't think people can separate these personalities from reality right and the reality of it is, I, I know a lot of these guys and you know not talking shit but it's just really they're not who they are mm-hmm. in person right and if they were who they were in person I don't know if they would be as desirable it's true to the general public
3: absolutely you know
1: and if that works for them that's cool but you know my my thing has always been I want to be the most genuine self that I can and if people like it or they hate it at least they like or hate me, right. and not somebody that I'm portraying to be. And in these last ten years, I've I've gone through a lot of like and a lot of hate. And uh, I I really, like I said, I really appreciate you always sticking and sticking up for us, and always. you know, sticking around and just showing us showing us love and respect. That I mean, that that we show so many other people, but it's just it it really doesn't get it really doesn't get reciprocated that much you know and then when I seen you going through your life changes I was just so excited and I knew that what you were going through that it was gonna be a a long hard road and even me being across the country I know that those little small you know pushes hopefully they helped out so absolutely let's let, let's kind of dive into that because that's why I really wanted to get you on the podcast okay. You know, I respect everything that you've done in the automotive community and you being the the Jays representative that is insanely huge but I think what you're doing right now is something that is it's not only gonna change your life but it definitely changed the life of others I appreciate
3: you. that and I really appreciate your support it might look like it's easy from the post that I make but it's extremely difficult and it's something that I struggle with is getting in my own head yeah so like last night it was a little bit overwhelming for me because like you um Ryan Mike people I haven't seen in a long time they're like wow Danielle you look amazing and in my head I'm like I look the same like I'm still struggling with getting to where I want to when I look in the mirror so it really means a lot like I told you the last time you reached out to me people don't a lot of people don't think that their words mean anything but they do so every time you're like wow you look great keep going I'm like thank you Frank because people don't talk about stuff like that I don't know what it is but a lot of people don't encourage people and a lot of things something that I've realized too is if someone's like man I've always wanted to lose weight they kind of have a little bit of hatred towards me about it and I don't know what it is I guess it's same thing with anything you see somebody and it's either you're supporting them and encouraging them or you're hateful because you can't be in the same they don't think they can do it which everybody can do it you know I'm not doing anything secret or anything like that but I've noticed that with Adam's family actually there's some people in his family that are like that yeah they've always been real weight focused talking about weight but never did anything yeah like I wish I could lose weight that kind of stuff it's like well you can't wish for it unfortunately you're gonna have to you know, do some stuff to get it going.
1: So when did it, what was the the point in your life that you decided that you wanted to make a change?
3: So last June, June, 2018, um, Keaton Hoskins, he is referred to as the muscle. He is a Diesel Brothers, if Uh you're familiar with that. So he made a post about his weight and he put his number and that morning I had weighed myself and I weighed more than him and this is a guy that his nickname is the muscle so his whole life is about being a big you know stack muscly guy so he should weigh more than me And there's no reason for a, at the time, 29-year-old girl to weigh 338 pounds. So I kept reading his number, and I'm like, holy crap, like, in my head, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? And then um, he actually has a supplement company, and later that same day, he made a post that he was going to do a challenge, a transformation challenge, 60 days, and uh, the Internet would vote for it, blah, 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 and whoever won would get $2,500 dollars. And you know, money's a big motivational thing for people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not that your health shouldn't be number one, but (laughs) you know how people think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I did that challenge. I lost 40 something pounds and I won. Wow. No way. Yeah, I won it. And then I've just kept going. And I actually just finished another one of his challenges. This one was for $5,000 they haven't um announced the top 10 yet but they'll do a top 10 female and a top 10 male and then the internet will vote on it so cool so you won that one too
1: you won the twenty five hundred dollars yes i did no (laughs) yeah
3: yeah so it was 40 pounds then in 60 days and now i'm down total it's been about a year and two months i guess it's 120 pounds wow so
1: wow congratulations thank you that is so awesome you know because we can say it all that we want you know that hard work pays off and you know stay motivated but like you know weight loss that's not an easy thing No, absolutely not. I, I think it's a lot easier you know to get up and just go grind at work <laughs> or something right you know because that doesn't necessarily mean that you're changing your physical lifestyle it's right. just you're per- getting more productive right but so, t- so tell us about like that journey of, of changing, I'm assuming, your your diet, your wor- workout regimen, or what kind of changes did you make to, to first drop that 40 and then now uh, 120, you said? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and then tell us also what's keeping you going. Yeah, definitely.
3: Okay, so the first six months, I did cardio, just like walking as much as I could, and of course... When this is one thing that I always try to tell people that when you're starting out, if you've never like really moved much and if you're 338 pounds, you're not moving very much. So what I did then and what I do now is, of course, different. Mm -hmm. But what I always would do is move as much as I could in that day. So even if that meant like when you go to the grocery store, parking as far as way. So you have to walk, you know, because you're going to have to get in your car. So it forces you just little things like that. And then, one of my big things was drinking my calories. So people don't realize, you know, if you go to Starbucks and you get a white chocolate mocha or whatever, you're probably at 500 calories at least just starting your day. Oh,
0: wow. And
3: right now, to stay calorie deficient, I'm like 1,200. So like, here, let's look at the Sprite <laughs> right here. So this Sprite has 230 calories in it. and. A lot of people, so you might drink you know, three of these a day, mm-hmm. that's half your calorie intake yeah. for what I'm doing. Gotcha. And that's so, something you don't
2: even realize. Yeah,
3: people don't realize that because you don't think like, you might look at something real fatty like a cheeseburger or whatever and be like, man, that's a lot of calories. But you're also drinking your Pepsi with yes, it yes, or whatever, yes. so it adds up. So I cut all of that out. I didn't drink any of my calories, which made a huge difference. So I became best friends with Crystal Light.
1: Nice. <laughs> it's
3: delicious and it has no calories, you just put it in your water, it's good to go and cut out um, any sugary coffee all of that stuff and then just paid attention basically if you stick to the outside edges of a grocery store you're good so meat cheese vegetables fruit
1: oh wow i never even thought about that. yeah
3: because if you go into the internal aisles it's all processed stuff sugary stuff you know it's true
2: i never even thought of that Mm -hmm. wow
3: so that's what i try to do and then i move as much as possible now i've gotten into lifting so for my last um, 60 day challenge that I just finished actually, what I wanted to do different was lift. So I started doing that. I have some friends that are real big into it that have been helping me. Um, Mike Zambrano with that white S2000, the Jay's car that you've probably seen okay. my lift. So his wife is like a bodybuilder, Yeah. so she gives me a lot of tips and stuff. I'm way off from being anywhere close to where she is fitness level, but she knows what she's talking about, so I take as much advice from her as I can, and um, basically I do about an hour of cardio and then an hour of lifting a day, so five days, six days a week.
1: Good for you. That is so awesome. So what is your your diet like?
3: Um, Just meat, cheese, vegetables, and fruit, and 1,200 calories or less but I try to stick to. So this weekend I've been a little bit off of that, but we won't talk about all that. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> just gotta hit it
2: harder on the week. Yeah. How, how hard was it to get into it? Like when you first started, when you're like, let's 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 lose weight. Like how hard was it for you to just stick with the?
3: in the beginning it was probably easier because the weight fell off quicker yeah so like i would do you know 40 pounds a month in the beginning like it was just coming off like crazy and now it's like a pound every six months it feels like so because my body's now used Mm -hmm. to it so that's why i added lifting and try to change it up a little bit to get it going again but i'm Mm -hmm. never gonna lose as fast as i did in the beginning because i don't have as much to lose of Mm -hmm. course but it's hard to like I can say that but it's hard to think that way because I'm like man why isn't the scale moving why can't I get any like I feel like I've just been stuck here yeah now for a while but do
1: you feel like this is uh gonna become a lifestyle change for you
3: absolutely yeah I would say it is now at this point so I'm just pay attention to everything i put in my mouth and move as much as i can and you think differently now
1: yeah so has that changed your your mentality on how you think about things and how you think about like life and
3: absolutely yeah a lot of things so it has to do with slowing down as well so we get into this routine where we're really fast about everything so you eat quickly which is not a good habit, mm-hmm. because then your stomach and your head don't have enough time to communicate. So you might be hungry, you might have been full, you know, ten minutes ago, but you're still eating because you're eating so quickly.
1: Mm. How long I'm does saying? it take for you to get full? Well, like to, for your for your mind to <laughs> <it> <laughs> <freaks> out,
3: wait? <laughs> what? So basically, what they say is take a bite, uh-huh. put your fork down, chew, swallow, and then if you're still hungry, do it again.
0: Oh, but what shit. we do
3: is. Continually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm
1: doing that way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, last night we had Raising Cane's and I just ate, like, six chicken strips See? off of the bat. Now think about it.
3: And you probably were full at three.
1: Yeah, I could have... But then what's going to happen to the other three? Like, Give I'm going to put them in feet. my you pocket. You just let them stare yeah. at you. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've actually heard that before. And oh, that's right. why I asked that about a time because I, I think I've heard that as well. It takes... It takes your body to realize that you're full in x amount of time right or whatever. i've never
3: heard of time but the fork thing definitely does work because gotcha. you're thinking about it and you're mm-hmm. processing it you're giving yourself time to swallow that bite and everything before you yes. put in another one in and where i was going with that too is fast food like we think we you know you get hungry and you're on the road well one thing i've done was take stuff with me so you know bring some fruit or whatever so you don't get that urge to mm-hmm go to chick-fil-a or you know because that stuff adds up quickly
1: yeah yeah now what kind of foods that you used to eat that you wish you could nowadays
3: well that's one thing too is people get on these fad diets where they're like I'm not going to eat any sugar I'm not going to eat any of this any of that and I haven't done that Uh so probably about in the beginning I cut out everything and I was no carbs blah 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 and now to make it a lifestyle change, I can't sit here and look at you and say, I'm never going to have a milkshake again, you know? So if I feel like I really need one, then I'll have one. Gotcha. So now it's like, I want to live my life like this continuously. So I don't want to say, I'm never going to eat any more carbs. I'm never going to do that. So it's just, instead of every day having, you know, fast food or whatever, now it's like once a month or something like that. And I don't call it cheat days or whatever. I don't like all that because that's, kind of makes it like there's a timeline on it. Yeah. And to me this isn't a timeline thing anymore. Like this is how I'm going to live the rest of my life because I know this is how I need to. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's worked and I'm much healthier now so I'm going to continue doing this. So
2: well, Yeah. Ahead. And the cheat day thing like I mean I I feel like if you call it a cheat day it's almost wrong if you're having something right. and like and, and it does make you feel yourself. worse. Right. And, you know, and a
3: big thing about it is you get in your head like weight loss it's a huge mental thing Mm -hmm. and so if you're like oh I'm gonna have a cheat day then as you're eating you're like feeling guilty about it which you shouldn't because if you've been working your butt off and eating correctly you know that one milkshake isn't gonna throw you off your whole six months or whatever you've been doing
1: yeah do you ever get afraid that you you'll like get out of your routine
3: no at this point no because especially like with working out if i don't for some reason like my body i can feel a huge difference in it so now i like crave it because i've been doing it for so long like i have to do it now so my body i'll feel tired i'll be um there's mason (laughs) (laughs)
0: i'll
3: be feeling sluggish or whatever so now i know that i have to work out so i'll feel good and get through my day and play with Mason and not go to sleep before he does or whatever, <laughs> Yeah. You know? So He was a big thing about it. Is I didn't, like, people always say, well, Danielle, that's a little bit crude to say, but 338 pounds again. So, that, I didn't have anything wrong with me. I wasn't diabetic or whatever, but I was definitely on the road to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I was eating, not moving enough, all of that stuff, extra weight. So, I didn't want... have to have my son bury me at a young age because of something that I could have prevented yeah you know like I have a lot of friends that have lost people that they had no control over so it would be pretty selfish of me to just be stuff in my face and die you know from a heart disease or diabetes or whatever a weight loss obesity related disease when it could be prevented so I think people a lot of people say man that I don't like when you say that that sounds rude but it's rude because you don't want to hear it yeah you know like just because you don't want to hear it doesn't mean it's not the truth yeah so if you are overweight you know it and I don't have to tell you that so either accept that or make a change so that you don't have to have those things wrong with you Mm -hmm. and you don't have to face those things and your kid doesn't have to bury you over something like that
1: now before that you had the the inspiration from the challenge what was your thought process of of your weight and how did you think about it and how did you... Was it even something that like that you worried about or...?
3: I've always had, like, low self-esteem, I guess you could call it, and I can remember, like, points in my life that I'm like, man, or looking at a scale and it saying a certain number or whatever. But, and you look at yourself and you're like, I don't like the way I look, but I think a lot of times you just deal with it so you're not doing anything to change it and it's that wishing thing man I wish I could lose weight well I finally was like no I'm gonna do it I'm gonna stop I wish I was skinny I wish I was this I wish I was that like I'm gonna do it and it just clicked finally and that's a problem is I think a lot of people take a lot of time of just kind of feeling sorry for themselves like why did I let myself get this way what happened instead of making changes so that you're not that way anymore yeah and I guess you can apply that to a lot of things in life really yeah
1: no definitely I think that that the amount of work that it takes to lose that weight if you focus that on something else if if say somebody doesn't have a weight problem but you know they're they're not happy at the job that they're at like you don't have to stay at that job, right? You don't have to stay at that town,
3: right? That
1: you're in. I wish I could
3: move. I mm-hmm. wish I had more money. I wish I had a different car. It's like, don't wish for it. Yeah. Do it.
1: Now, for you to just stop everything and make a lifestyle change, and then to leave from California to come out here, do you feel like that's in your personality as a person to not just be um, cemented? somewhere and just take it as take your life as it is
3: yeah I guess so and I guess a lot of it's fear I have a I guess you could call it an issue really I haven't had much fear in my life like yeah I mean growing up with my street racing and all of that stuff I was pretty wild yeah I've had concussions from doing stupid crap all of that kind of stuff I've just never had fear and now I see it in Mason and I'm like oh <laughs> no oh no and I know I get it from my dad so now he's getting it from me and it's a fear thing yeah so i don't let myself get scared of people or things or situations or whatever yeah if it's gonna turn out bad then it's gonna turn out bad but you have to at least try
1: yeah that's that's such a great mentality to have about it and i've been so excited Yeah. (laughs) well i mean i don't think that there's really much reasons to have Fear besides right. when you see the cops light you up <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the only yeah. time I have fear. Always you know? yeah. <laughs> I we say when people lie it's mostly out of fear that they're scared of, of facing whatever consequence it is that would come with the truth that's very true know? absolutely
0: so, um,
1: yeah just to pick up and move like that's a huge deal to just do that mm-hmm. you know and i think that could change a lot of people's lives Absolutely. and not only going from california to tennessee but you know the opposite
3: way. right you know, right
1: even um i really like japan and i love going to japan and we we've been thinking about you know why don't we just go for a year and just live out there you know and you say that as like Dude, you're gonna move to japan but if you think about it like there's people living there.
0: Yeah. You know, there's right. apartments
1: there. <laughs> right. There's jobs there. there. Right. Yeah. If you can figure it out, it's just like, just do it. You right. Know? And that's really cool that you've always had that, you know, Nike in you to just do it.
3: <laughs> Funny story. Uh-huh. So, the city I'm from, Eugene, Oregon, that's where Nike started. Oh, no. Really? Yeah.
1: Hey. <laughs> it's in so, the water. Yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> they're drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the water. That's awesome. So now what uh what kind of feedback have you gotten good or bad from anybody um with this new lifestyle change from posting up and posting those really intimate photos of yourself that most people you know wouldn't see you in that state unless you invited us into your journey
3: right which is terrifying so the reason that that started is because part of that challenge is I had to do that I would have never done that because that was absolutely terrifying even now when I do it I have to like I feel like I'm gonna throw up every time and it usually takes me I'll take the picture I'll make the post and it takes me like an hour to finally actually post it and then I just kind of my phone away and don't look at it because it's terrifying
0: yeah
3: Um, one thing I've done was I joined a bunch of Facebook support groups and they have like hundreds of thousands of people on them about weight loss or whatever and if I post in there I'll get hundreds um, probably three to five hundred posts or requests whatever a week and I make sure that I answer all of them because people have questions people are scared they ask questions about, like, loose skin. They ask questions about all this thing, all these things that are based around fear. So I always tell them, like, would you rather be heavily overweight or have a little bit of loose skin when you lose that weight? Yeah. Like, why are you worried about that? Don't worry about that. If you have 100 pounds to lose, why are you worried about that now? Like, that's a way of talking yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. You're making an excuse to not do this because you don't want to have loose skin? Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. And most people, if they do have that issue, you're not going to be able to tell looking at them with their clothes on. Yeah. So, I don't... There's stuff like that or what do I eat? What do I do? Just a lot of questions because it's a scary thing for a lot of people to think about. So, I always make sure I answer every post unless, like, Les and I was telling you, some people get a little bit creepy. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this, you know who you are. (laughs) If you have to start your post with, I don't mean to be a creep, but But you're being a creep. (laughs) I'm
0: being a creep. Yeah.
3: Like, you're being a creep. You wouldn't have to say that if you weren't. So... Those po- those yeah. things, I'm like, oh, what? I, I think
1: the loose skin thing, I've seen it before. And I think that that's like a badge of honor. I would know? say
3: so. I don't have it yet. But like I always say, I still have a long ways to go. So I'm sure I will. Um, but... I would rather have loose skin than be 340 pounds. You yeah. Know? So I'm not worried about that. Yeah,
2: loose skin and living longer, I think, would be a l- oh, little yeah. bit right? nicer oh, thing. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. And so.
2: do you do you feel a difference now with you losing yes. all the weight? Like you can you feel?
3: Yes. Like just today, I probably went up. You know, we're on the fourth floor, and I was using the stairs because it's right at the bottom. I couldn't have done that mm-hmm. last year. There's no way I could have done that. I went up and down them like five times this morning, getting all the crap out of the hotel room and all that stuff. There's no way I could have. Done that say say that
1: again last year. Yeah. Yes. Last year. Yes. That's people think that it takes a long time oh, which relatively it will but in oh, one year You've changed the trajectory of your life. Yes. That's awesome.
3: How much do you weigh? Uh, like,
1: 155.
3: Okay. I've lost almost a, almost a frank. <laughs> almost, almost a franc. We're almost there, frank. guys. Almost a frank in <laughs> a year. Yeah.
2: That's really, really cool. How, so, we'll, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. How, how do you, like, perceive other things in life now with, like, doing this change? Like, is there, do you, do you look at life a little different now?
3: yes definitely I think a lot of times your life revolves around something whether you think it does or not it revolves around something it might be hopefully it's your family or your kid or whatever but a lot of people it's social media it's you know eating stuff like that like I think that before my life revolved around food like think about it social gatherings and stuff what do you do you go out to eat you're eating so now like I'll still do those things of course if you invite me to dinner I'm going but I may or may not eat what you're eating but that's something that you have to make it a personal thing so don't worry about what everybody's doing around you don't worry about what people are thinking like you have to do it for yourself and you have to really pay attention of what you're doing doing and why you're doing it and you're not doing it for somebody else. You're not doing it for likes or people to talk about you or whatever and if people don't like what you're doing or if they do that's fine, you can't worry about that. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it is I just have had to realize that I need to just do what I have to do for myself. And if that means, you know, not being able to go to an event because it takes six days from working out that I don't want to give it, then I need to not go to that event because I need to focus on what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. So So before you made this change, was there anybody in your life that kind of... um, helped you go down that that path of just like um, maybe not living the most healthy life or was it more of like a a personal
3: I would say I wouldn't blame it on anybody because obviously I'm the one putting the food into my mouth and doing things but when I moved from California to here I gained weight Mm -hmm. and then after I had Mason I gained a lot of weight after I had him, like it wasn't pregnancy weight, it was after. Because you change what you're doing. So if your little baby is sleeping, you don't want to wake him up if he's sleeping on you so you don't move. Mm -hmm. So I would lay there all day with him because I didn't want to wake him up. And then if I was making dinner and going to eat and he was finally, you know, sleeping for 20 minutes, you eat very quickly. Because you want to get as much as you you can get done in that 20 minutes as possible. So I think a lot of that was having him. I definitely gained a ton of weight with that. Moving here, um, the food's much different here. So I ate a lot of Japanese, Chinese, Thai when I lived in California. Mm -hmm. Here in my city, we have none of that.
2: Yeah. We have barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Which is not good for you at all. Yeah. Like think about it like culturally. How many overweight people do you see in Japan when you go?
1: Just the Americans visiting. (laughs) Right? No,
3: seriously. Because it's what they eat and what they consume. Like, yes, rice has carbs and people are all anti-carb. No, don't be anti-carb. Like, there are good ones and there are bad ones. So, the stuff they eat is much better. In California, we have that. Here, we do not have that. Like you said, barbecue. Have you looked at barbecue chefs? Like, they're usually not very skinny people (laughs) for a reason. So... I think that was a lot of it was moving, um, then having him. Adam has a metabolism where he can eat whatever the heck he wants. <laughs> yeah. And so I would eat what he eats of my body does not react like his body does. So I put on weight and he didn't. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too.
1: Yeah, the reason I ask that is because when people usually make big lifestyle changes, that kind of changes the, the people that they're surrounded around. Mm-hmm. And even myself, you know, when I had to take the business to another level and just progress as a person you know that that affected the people that I had around me because they weren't we didn't have the same mindset right. anymore.
3: Right, absolutely.
1: Um, now, going back to, to Adam, how has he been uh, with this whole lifestyle change of yours?
3: He's been good. There's There'll be times where he's sitting over there eating his drumsticks. <laughs> and like, get out of here. And it doesn't affect him. So I had to get over that too, because I think before I would get a little bit upset, I'm like, why are you doing that? But he doesn't need to do anything, you know? So yeah. I had to get over that in myself. And just keep doing what I was doing and ignore what he's eating because it's not <laughs> affecting me, you know,
0: so.
2: And it's not like he's doing it out of spite. It's just Right. Like, yeah. It's
3: just, you know, that's how he is. So. so
2: what's your next goal?
3: Well, 200. I want to be under 200 really bad. And the reason for that is never in my adult life have I been, well, what I am now. I haven't been 218 in my whole adult life. But I also, I remember the moment where I stepped on a scale and I saw it read 200. So I just can't wait and I was 15, just to put that into perspective. Like I've never been a little person. Uh And I don't want to be, like I joked with you last night, like I want to look like Kid Ash. Yeah! But I will never be that small probably, which is fine. I don't need to be like super skinny or whatever. But I would like to be under 200 and it seems like it's taking forever now. But I'm 18 pounds to go. It'll probably take me nine years, but I will get there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So. But you think about it, though, that that year you were at 338. Now you're 218. Wow. Like saying the the amount that you did, but going from actually the weight to the weight. I mean, you think about it. That's amazing. Just the time that you've done
1: it in. You know, anybody listening to this, if they feel like they have a weight problem, like if that's not motivating, I don't know what can be, you know. Yeah in one year's time to make that much change in your life is commendable. Well, Thank and, and
2: people much. think so much that it, it's going to take forever to do it. But, I mean, you're a year in. Right. You know, it's... Right. It's and it
3: comes off fast in the beginning. And that's the thing is people just need to start. Because when you start seeing the changes, like, that's motivating in itself because you're like, man, what I'm doing is working. Mm-hmm. So just... Stick to it for two weeks and see what happens, and that'll push you for the next two weeks and the next two weeks. You can't do it for one day and Mm -hmm. think you're gonna lose, you know, 10 pounds. It doesn't work like that. And another thing is put away your scale weigh yourself once a month max Mm. because weight fluctuates yeah so if you eat something it doesn't have to even be bad but something with a little bit more salt intake than you did yesterday your body's going to retain that if you drink a little less water than you did yesterday you might have a little bit more weight on you so like five pounds a day fluctuation is normal yeah but that's just discouraging. Mm-hmm. So if you weighed yourself today and you weigh 220 and then tomorrow you're at 222 when you ate perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, holy crap. So people give up too soon. Like, keep going. Put your scale away. It'll still be there. And wait until you see a change, like your clothes fitting better or whatever. And then maybe weigh yourself. But don't do it constantly. And I'm preaching to myself right now because I had a huge problem with that in the beginning.
1: Uh, sometimes you got to do that you know you got to be your own motivation right a lot of the time that i'll post stuff on facebook instagram or whatever uh, a lot of the time that's for me you're talking Mm -hmm. to yourself
3: absolutely absolutely especially
1: when you get those memories like exactly yeah yeah when the memories come around you know and then i see some of the memories and i'm like damn i was saying that back in the
3: day
0: (laughs) i was pretty fucking wild man
1: (laughs) (laughs) you guys remember wild frank
2: don't you
3: (laughs) yes yes i do Yes, I do. Wow.
2: So, so do you go back and look at that first picture you took ever? And, and
3: Yeah, I do a lot of before and afters. And anytime you see me do that, it's because I'm in a moment where I'm like, man, stuff isn't changing. So I've made myself, if that happens, compare it. Because if you compare that first one to now, mm-hmm. I can't deny that. But if I compare last month to today, then I deny that a little bit. So I have to do those huge comparisons like that because then I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's as extreme as other people tell me it is, but I definitely do see a change when I do, you know, a year ago to today. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep doing that. And I think a lot of people, if they're starting out on a weight loss journey, take pictures, like take pictures, because the scale is a motherfucker. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. Like People get too stuck on numbers, I've done that, where you're like, I have to be this number, I have to be this number. But your body can be making major changes without the scale moving, like, especially if you're doing any kind of working out or whatever, Like your body is definitely changing, even if you don't lose any weight, per se. So take pictures, you don't have to share them with anybody, just compare them yourself and then you'll see what you're doing is working.
1: So besides just doing it, what are some kind of quick tips that you can give people that you've realized that really benefited you in the last year?
3: Don't drink your calories, stick to the outside of the store, definitely. Put your scale away, move as much as you can don't compare yourself to someone else so I always say I'm in the middle of my journey so don't compare the beginning of yours to the middle of mine yeah like you may not be able to do what I'm doing at the gym and that is fine I can't do what a lot of people do (laughs) yeah like you have to do yourself so listen to your body as well Um, people have this problem where they'll cut out you know carbs sugar whatever your body kind of goes into this crazy mode where you're probably not going to feel very good for the first couple of days because if you're used to consuming all of that stuff, then you kind of are an addict of it, you know, in in a sense. So you have to listen to your body. So maybe not if you're getting like terrible headaches or whatever, sugar headaches, caffeine headaches, then ease yourself off of that stuff because it will go away. Mm -hmm. But don't give up because they're like, man, I don't feel good. I have to go back to what I'm doing. No, keep going because it will get better. You just have to push yourself through that.
1: Yeah. So what do you use as motivation when you get in those points where you feel like the scale is not moving or the journey is getting really hard?
3: I just, you know, sometimes it's harder than others, but I can look at the pictures, I compare it and I have to remember mentally where I was then and where I am now and the difference in that and just... remind myself of that and keep going through it because it will get better and I will see the changes and it all does pay off obviously so even when I think man it hasn't happened in a month or whatever I know that it has so I just have to you have to stay out of your own head which is the hardest part about all of it yeah I think
1: that that's what uh Handicaps a lot of people is just the way that they think about things. Absolutely. And a lot of people psych themselves out before even trying something. That's
3: the thing I see with all these groups I'm in. They're like, have so many fears and stuff. Have you even tried it? If you just try it. And I get a lot of people telling me, like, I'll post before and afters, and this is, I laugh at it now, but when it first happened, I was very upset. So I posted a before and after picture. The before, Adam took it. Mm -hmm. The after, I took it in the mirror. For everybody listening, that changes the way the photo appears. So I don't know if you've ever looked at yourself in the (laughs) mirror, but it flips it. So when I did the side by side, I have tattoos on my side. Well, they're on the other side in the comparison, because it was a mirror photo. People were saying I was fake, that couldn't have happened. You know, those are fake pictures, that's Photoshop. There's no way that happened. I'm like, no, like I've worked my ass off. That's why it happened. Like, what are you talking about? Every time I post before and after, that happens. Well, that's a
1: compliment, though. My (laughs) nose
3: is different. I've had people say, um there her nose is different um those boobs are different like all this stupid stuff i'm like first of all haven't had a boob job my nose is not different like what is wrong with you people tattoos are the same but in a different spot are you not seeing that oh she has more tattoos well yeah that happens like you, yeah. you, you can do that yeah has nothing to do with weight loss like if you go in there pay them they'll yeah. do it well so, and i
2: think that's the thing that's wrong with society right now too is like people have to post that like they have yes. to comment oh it's photoshopped it's like why Why are you taking your time out of your day just to... You're showing that, like, you can do something with your life. Why does someone got to bring that down? I think
3: it's really, like, you know... A pity party on themselves because they see that and they want to do that as well. They want to lose that weight but they feel like they can't. So if they see somebody that has, then they just have to deny it because they feel like they can't do it themselves. And I think that goes with anything, you know. You see somebody succeeding at their business, there's two types of people. You're either going to support that person because you like to see them succeed or you're going to be hateful towards them because you want to be where they're at. And you can be where they're at, you just have to do it. So that's what I've seen a lot, is I'm like, man, I'm not fake. And at first it was very like hard for me. I'm like, I'm not gonna post in those things. But then I realized like, those 10, 20 people that are calling me fake, there's thousands that are like, man, how did you do it? Can you mm-hmm. help me with it? So I have to focus on that. Yeah. Like I want to help these people that want to do it and I'll just have to brush off the ones that are hateful about it and maybe they'll come around.
1: Oh, they will,
2: you know,
3: like they'll figure it out. That's not
2: photoshopped. Right. I'm like,
3: listen, my Facebook page is public. Go on there. You can look at everything, whatever you have to do to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Like I'll show you all my tattoos. I don't know what you need from (laughs) me.
1: It's definitely a reflection on the person posting Mm -hmm. the, the comment rather than what they're actually saying Absolutely. every time i see something like that i just think like well you're trying to make an excuse why somebody has something so you can feel better about, about yourself, yourself. Mm-hmm. yes well they have it because they have rich parents oh, right where, well <laughs> your parents they could have tried harder and they could have been, <laughs> been
3: rich too so you
2: should be mad at your parents <laughs> Do, uh, do you have a lot of people, like, message you saying you're an inspiration?
3: Yes, yes, a lot. And it's always, I have a hard time taking that and accepting it. I always say thank you, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> you're seeing this post, but if you got in my head, you'd be like, man, she's a mess. Because I have the same struggles they have. You know, and, but I will, if they think I'm inspiring them, I will continue to do that. Because sometimes you just need a push, you know, like it was Keaton for me. I might be that for somebody else. So if that can happen, then I will do it. I would have never thought that that would be me, but that's why I've like continued to post and I try because I want to help somebody Mm -hmm. and a lot of people, they want to be in a different place, but they just have a hard time getting themselves to do that. So you need a push sometimes. Mm whoever that may be you know it may be your friend it may be somebody you've never met before whatever it is like I'm sure there's times in your life where you can look back and say that person pushed me to either be better because you didn't want to do what they were doing. Yeah. Or be better because you wanted to do what they're doing, it could go either way.
1: Yeah, I like that you said that because you can use uh, negative as a really positive example absolutely. in anything. Well. In anything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Like me coming from where I, I come from, Oxnard, and just seeing like the lifestyle that people live and. You know the generations of people that are, are not really doing much with their life, and uh, I've I've definitely taken that as an inspiration or something that I don't want to be like you know and it's pretty much there's inspiration anywhere you can look but you have to be willing to to take that and to turn it into something
3: right and don't be hateful of somebody that's succeeding at anything like if anything ask them for advice if you need that ask them how they got there and if they're worth anything they will tell you that like some people obviously are jerks and they're not gonna give you something because they don't want you to take from what they have or whatever it is but a lot of people, they'll tell you. So don't be afraid to ask questions if you have questions about anything, you know?
1: Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute.
5: <gasps> now, son, you you listening right now, I need to tell you, son, your life is in shambles. One of the reasons is, is the way you present yourself, son. That t shirt you got on right now with the stains and the baking neck, that is not gonna bring the honeys home. You look terrible. I'm not talking about your disfigurement. That's something only the good Lord could help you with. But what I can help you with is going to downstarring.com. Go to that web page on the World Wide Web and just search DTWD. Yeah, search that and you could get some of the official downtown with downstop merch. Maybe move out the basement so me and your mama could do the dick ball dance like we used to do 27 years ago when you wasn't around. Now I'm gonna go upstairs and give me a pie pie. You can get back to your little podcast.
0: Yeah,
1: so I see that you have two Instagrams right 3 3 <laughs> okay
3: so i have miss jay's racing uh-huh. obviously which is car related so my reason for the separate ones is a lot of car-related people might not care about you know my fitness journey or whatever, which is fine. A lot of car-related people, I don't want them looking at those photos because they're creeps.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs>
3: <laughs> my other one is mostly like Mason pictures. It's a family-related one, and I don't really know why I did that. Probably same reason. But, yeah. Um, that one's private. The Miss Jays Racing and my uh, becoming misfit. Those. two to our public and anybody I
1: me miss this
3: the reason for that I like Which
1: it works Yeah that's your great So
3: let me tell you why Yeah um, So obviously I drive a fit yeah. So when We went and um, Purchased it Sam was with me That's my best friend husband for forever And he is big about Nicknames And making crazy videos So we used to make These stupid videos Where he was sparky I don't know if you remember that <laughs> No um, But he had a Dumped DCT I remember very that Very low yes. Okay so And his whole life Revolved around that car Being that low And it was obnoxious <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so um, he would make these videos to promote the car or whatever and made money off of YouTube doing that. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, he would bring me into the video. And one time he said, Miss So the Misfit is stuck with yeah. the fit, obviously. So my um, email address is misfit thirteen twenty. And every time someone, this is funny, kind of a little bit sad, anytime anybody would ask me what my email address was, you know, a year ago, and I had to tell them that if they're not car related, you think of like somebody fit, working out, whatever, not a 338 pound girl so I'd always get like a little embarrassed by that like yeah. the random hotel person or whatever asking you for your email address you're like misfit and then in my head I'm like I know I'm not fit like they're thinking that even though or you're a misfit
1: yeah or a misfit right which you but- kind of are yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you know whatever so now I'm like oh maybe one day they'll look at me and be like that's what it is it's not car related it's you know because she works out or whatever disclaimer I'm a long ways away from that I know but one day maybe so that's where that came from
1: I don't think you're giving yourself
2: enough credit I really don't.
3: I may have that issue.
2: Yeah. Uh, well not even not even that like so like like with us like we only see I only see you like once a year or twice a year right. and last year at this event was the last time I saw you. So right. seeing you from last year to this year it's just like wow. And I mean I follow everything on the Facebook and stuff Instagram like we talk once in a while and it's like it's it's amazing to actually see in person like from that year difference how Thank great you. you look.
3: Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, and I don't think it's m- much about
1: the weight. I think it's more about knowing how much you put into it, <laughs> how much it's brightened you up, how much you can tell like that you've changed as a person. Thank you. And and you uh
2: like you've you've done a tremendous job.
3: Thank you very much.
1: For sure. And, and it's
2: it's another full-time job. I mean, you, you really think That's about amazing. it that way and you have like seven full-time jobs now, you're a a wife, a mom. You. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: have a few so i leave my house at 4 30 in the morning oh wow i take mason to my sister-in-law which is a saint she works wakes up to take him they go back to sleep then i go to the gym for two hours go to my day job for 10 to 12 depending on the day home to jay's racing because all the different time zones Mm -hmm. so when i get home japan's waking up basically so i do that and then i sleep about four hours average and then i start again
2: wow and
3: you know and you're somebody you're
1: somebody who's come with issues that you've had of your weight and you've like accomplished so much i think what i'm trying to say is that you had a lot of room for excuses
0: Mm -hmm that's what
3: the main thing is is you have to like of course we all have those excuses that we can make up but you have to realize do you want this more than i want to make those excuses like is your need or want bigger than that yeah because it's easy to say i don't have time Mm -hmm. well listen that goes to anything like people might not reach out to you and you ask them hey what i haven't heard from you oh i don't have time We know you're scrolling through Instagram for an hour a day. Like you could have texted me. Yeah. Like you you make time for what you want to do and what you need to do. So you might say, I work nine hours. I can't go to the gym. Okay, so what about those other hours in the day? What are you doing then?
1: Yeah.
3: Your Netflix, like, put it on your phone as you're working out if you need to watch that show. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. Like,
3: sometimes when I'm dreading cardio, that's when I'll do my, you'll see my post at like 530 in the morning or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's because I'm doing cardio and it helps me get through it. Because people don't realize how much that stuff adds up. Yeah. Like, you might think you're just taking a quick scroll through Instagram. You've been sitting there for half an hour, bud. Like, Mm -hmm. go on the treadmill and do it there. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) I've actually been trying to go back to the gym, too. I signed up to go, and I just signed up, but... I haven't went back in since then So
3: you're giving him free money
1: Yeah, actually <laughs> Yeah,
3: actually I am
1: <laughs> So I, I definitely need this podcast For myself <laughs> He's going to listen to it at the gym every day Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you guys are working out at the gym Make sure you listen to Downtown with Downside <laughs> But I'm so happy for you Thank you yeah. so I'm, like, much I'm so excited for your journey I really
3: appreciate your support definitely you're the main person that on a regular basis always says something thank you and people don't realize how much that means like i'm not just saying that for fun it really means a lot and i appreciate that
1: thank you and i'm I'm just glad to see your journey and your growth and just to to even stick to something like i say it's not about the weight it's about the dedication that you Mm -hmm. put towards something it could have been anything that you put your dedication to and just seeing somebody changing their lifestyle, that's, it's commendable because I know how hard that can be and I know how hard it can be to not have people you know, messaging you or you know, giving you any encouragement right it's it's not right and it's not fun and it makes you kind of just just think about the people that you've spent time with and really makes you question like wow I thought this person was a, a closer friend to me
3: absolutely
1: but when my priorities change I really don't exist to them absolutely And for your priorities to change to like better your life and to not have people supporting, like, that that's not right. Right. You know, so every time I see you and Ash, too, you know, yeah, we she's always very talk supportive, about it. Yes. And uh, it's just been exciting for us to see your journey. Well,
3: thank you. I appreciate you. One day I'll look like Kid Ash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love t- her so much. <laughs> I
1: tell you, she just goes up and down with her, her weight. She's like, I'm fat. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 you're not fat, but you're an idiot. <laughs> Well, it was so glad. Uh, it was so good to talk to you. I'm glad that we got to sit down. Yeah. Um, And with the whole Jays racing thing that you've done, like, that and, and alone, that's a big deal Thank as you. well. And uh, I know you got to get back to your booth. Yeah, I'm hoping
3: and- it's uh, not on fire over there. <laughs>
2: well, you um, got Mason running things, so. Yeah. <laughs> so- a lot
3: of people, so, you know, guys kind of have this issue where they... If they walked up to the booth, her and I might be standing here. And we know everything that there is question-wise. But they're going to talk to you guys. Yeah. So that happens. Like, Adam will be sitting there. And they'll come up. I'm sitting up front. He's, like, 10 feet behind me. And they're directing the question to him. I'm like, hello. And people don't realize, like, on Instagram, my name, MS. That's a Miss. Like, woman. It's not a guy you're talking to. Like, it's me. I'm yeah. the girl. So... Right now, Adam doesn't know a lot of those answers to those questions. Yeah. So I'm hoping that all my stuff wasn't given away for free. <laughs> and, you know,
5: bucks. there's not. We a sold all the steering wheels. Ek so.
0: wing <laughs> on
3: an NSX or something weird going on over there. So. Hopefully we're good.
1: Definitely. Well, I definitely appreciate your time. I wanted to get you on here. I know I asked you about it and you said, who wants to hear my story? And I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee a lot of people. Right? Nobody
3: <laughs> wants to hear what I have to say, but no, I will no, do it. No, of course. No.
1: Definitely. So before we get out of here, where can people follow your journey at?
3: Becoming Misfit. So becoming M-S-F-I-T.
1: Okay. We'll cool. definitely Instagram. link it down below. Oh, and if you guys want to see the car journey, that would be in That's just straight Misfit.
3: Miss Jay's Racing. Miss Jay's racing. racing. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
2: Well thank you so much, Danny. Oh, yeah, we're I excited. We we're excited it. to have you talk about your journey. And you know, your journey is such an amazing thing, you know, and, and hopefully someone listening to this in their car hopefully it's they make that turn right to the gym or... Put or the soda yeah, down. yeah. Yes. The water. No, Don't yeah. drink
3: that soda. Get Crystal Light. I'm telling you, it's delicious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try that out too. Yeah. Crystal Light. They're, they're little packets, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we have you those at home. We up. love them. It's they're good. fantastic. Yeah, It
3: tastes like there's sugar in it. Like it tastes yep. good. It doesn't have that diet aftertaste. Yeah. Like they have a million flavors.
1: So if anybody has any questions, can they uh, direct them to your Instagram?
3: Absolutely, yes. Become awesome. a fit.
1: You've become a big inspiration Thank for you so a lot much. of people. Thank yeah. you so and much. Thank Not only people that want to lose weight, I tell you, it, it transfers over to anything. Just seeing somebody doing it taking an issue that they've had and switching it all around whether it's weight whether it's the job that you're in the relationship you're in right i mean even this podcast we haven't even reached a year
3: it was a random idea and now look at it yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. so we're we're so glad that we had you on here
2: to talk and I, i wish you the best Thank you everything. very much. Yep, we we love you, and we want we want to see you always succeed and everything. And I mean, that's that's something you really want to succeed in his life. Yeah. Thank
3: you guys. I love so. you too, definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see you in a little bit yeah. when we get oh, out, we out of here. Sounds good song. when you
3: stop talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Adam didn't sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: let you know if you
0: hear me crying over there. Then you know what happened. Thank you guys. Thanks, of course, I thank appreciate
2: you. Appreciate it. Oh man, man, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, hearing, hearing, hearing Danielle's story, it, it's such an, such an inspiration, and it's, it's amazing to see, to see that, you know, yeah, I've, uh, I've been keeping an eye on her journey
1: yeah, ever since no, she started. Yeah. And, uh, Ash as well, you know, Ash has been a heart fitness shit, dude. Yeah. She's going all the time, man. She's I see, going. I see all, all of her Instagram stories, everything. She's always, she's always at the gym and she loves it, dude. Yeah. And that's awesome to find something that you love, some passion, some, something that you have passion about mm-hmm. and work towards it. Yeah. And I didn't want Daniela to think that like that she was huge and now that she's skinny yeah. it's it's more of the backstory yep. of
2: it you know just putting your mind to something well and and the, and the routine like i mean I, I read things all the time and it's it like it was 30 it takes 30 days for you to, to develop a habit or or like break a habit you know and, yeah and, and and exactly like what she said is she said like the first two weeks is the hardest Time and you know, I mean, she's done it for a year now. You know, yeah. and that's 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 where it's more of a a process because I mean, y- you're you're changing your entire daily routine. It's not just you're trying to lose weight; you're changing everything in your yeah. life. Yeah, you know, and and sh- she did it. And, you know, that's that's the best thing to hear. Shout out to her, man. Yeah. if you guys can,
1: make sure you give her a follow. Oh yeah, um, shoot her a message and give her some encouragement. Yes, yeah. because. When you're on those hard journeys, man, it's it's a really lonely road, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I, I can relate to that so many times is that people don't know what you're actually going through from your mm-hmm. social media. You know, we always talk about social media, but that's the reality of it. That's the only way that we know that things are actually happening. Yeah. You know, even with you, when you had your accident, like we're all the way across the country Mm -hmm. and we don't talk
2: that much on the phone you and i you and i talk once in a while like i mean we, we text we text more than like we'll talk on the phone but like sometimes we'll talk on the phone and and you know i i mean with me being in wisconsin like i've met so many people from other states and i think that's why i love doing this and the car things is that i mean big mike you like i met you and Kentucky at a random show <laughs> yeah. like you know and I, I didn't really I didn't know really who you were I bought a bunch of spike spike bowls for my boy KG. And, KG, shout yeah, KG shout out to KG. Yeah shout out to He's married now so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> um and you know and then I met you down there and I was like you know that's when I first found out what Downstar was and and when i met you i was like oh is he going to be one of these asshole owners that like i mean cuz you meet you can go to s- stores or something like that and you meet the owner and it's just like wow like this is this is how you portray yourself this is the dude you know yeah. and 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 meeting you it was it was more of uh it was like wow he's really humble thank you man. you know and and since 2014 it's never changed yeah you know so I appreciate it's, and that's brother. that's where that's where it, it comes in and you know having those people like like sometimes you'll text me like in the right time when it's like I'm down about something or whatever, and all of a sudden it's like oh like it's just a lifting message, you know. And I think I think that's the biggest thing with a lot of people too is just if you even if you don't know a friend's down or something like that, just just send them an encouraging message, you know, like hey, you know, hope you're doing well, like you know you're 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 you mean a lot to me. Those types of things. I mean, that could change someone's whole perspective for the rest of their life. Yeah. No, you're definitely right about that, and
1: I've I've made a conscious decision to do that every time I'll be scrolling or something, Mm -hmm. and or I'll just think of somebody and then just shoot them a message. Mm -hmm. You never know what they're going through. Yeah, and like
2: like that was me like listening to your podcast with Ash about like everything that happened before the wedding and all that stuff. Like it really made me realize like how much you did mean to me, you know, and like how much I do look up to you and and, and you are a brother to me, you know, and it's it's. It's you don't want to see people go through that shit. Yeah, you know, and it's tough when someone's going through something alone. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And the
1: good thing that I do have, Ash, yeah, because if I didn't have her, I I know I
2: wouldn't be in the position no. I am today. And having having that supportive person on your side is phenomenal. Like having Andrea on my side, I mean, she's supportive with everything I do, even if it's stupid. Yeah, like i want to buy a boat oh well you know it's not her saying no it's like well when you can you can you know it's and and that's the thing about it is like having that supportive person on your side that doesn't get mad at you when you come home with a brand new tv because you had money in your pocket which i did so sorry oh what'd you uh, get um well so we we did a wall in our house so we bought a house back in in march and uh closed on it in march march or june mm-hmm. march may we Closed in may and uh She's shaking her head At me right now Cause she can hear me She can hear me <laughs> And uh We I, I put a We did a wood wall For our TV And then we put our TV on there And it was 50 inch And nice. we were watching a show And I couldn't even read anything And I'm like Fuck Like this is too small Yeah well, We could have kept it But I decided to go to Best Buy And I said Hey I bought you a present Wait till you get home but hey. really it was, it was for me <laughs> <laughs> It works like that Sometimes yeah. huh Shout so, out to Best Buy Yeah shout out to Best Buy <laughs> They, uh, I said, I knew Frank and they said, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> that, that really doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I hung that and I mean, it's a little overkill, you know, but I mean, it's something that like, I mean, we enjoy sitting at home, like, cause she works two jobs. She goes to school full time. I work yeah. a lot, you know, and, and when we get to sit down and, and just enjoy each other's company, that's, that's the best time for everything. And, um. Even if it's a few a few hours at night just watching TV, like yeah, we'll do that or we'll go to Target, we'll go shopping, we'll go like weekends are our times together, you know. And yeah. and, and it and having that time is really important. Target time. Oh, yeah, target time.
1: Dude, <laughs> fuck it, bro. Buy yeah. a TV. Yeah, fuck you know.
2: It. You know, who cares? You you work hard, man. You're so a hard and so worker. does she. Like, I mean she she works for everything she's got. You know, I mean, we have people back at home that they know who they are you know and it's 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 just constant like talking shit or it's like all this 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 it's like well you know i mean when we go out to la like we're going to louis vuitton because we saved up or andrea saved up for that one purse that she wanted you know and that's what we're doing or she had she had her civic that was on air and the thing was sick you know and and she decided she wanted a jeep so what did we do she went and bought a brand new jeep because she can afford it because she works hard you know, and I'm more—I'm proud of her more than anything in in life to to see her want to succeed. And you know, it's tough. Like it's tough. Like she graduates this year, and you know, she's graduated with a degree that she really realized she doesn't want to do. Yeah. So she's gonna go back to school. You know, and and she's gonna go back to school, and I think she wants to do graphic design and, and Ooh, get nice. back into that because she she likes that stuff. Oh yeah. And, and so she'll have her market management degree and a graphic design degree, and you know, that'll push her. So far up in life And, and you know I, I only want to see her succeed Because I mean She is my other half She's my best friend She's she's everything to me And, and uh, you know I, I want to see Us succeed Yeah and, I definitely will man And you know you gotta, you gotta pretty much Just say fuck the haters You know Fuck, fuck everyone else Like live your life How you want to live your life
1: Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't think that they've realized their position in life. And that's really unfortunate, you know, to have that mentality Mm -hmm. to look down on other people. That, Like we were just saying with Daniela, that's like um, a reflection of them. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're not really confident with yourself, like, you can let that harm you mm-hmm. you know those those thoughts you know why did they think this mm-hmm. about me but if you're confident about yourself who you are and if you're trying every day as hard as you can like when when you hear these things about people or people
2: are saying it's just mm-hmm. like that's not true. No, <laughs> it's,
1: it's and it says more about you than it would ever say about me. Well, and me. just like
2: just like her saying all oh, those photos are photoshopped. It's like really your thought process isn't. Oh, this picture's not in the mirror. Yeah, like you instantly think it's photoshopped. It, the, the thinking sometimes isn't there with people. And, yeah, and I think that's where they're speaking without thinking. Yeah, and no,
1: definitely right, man. And when we met, dude, you were like the youngest out of
2: I was. Just like out 19. of high school, so I was eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. So I was eighteen <laughs> and I'm, I'm four now, so it's it's been what, that's six years we've known each other now? Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Yeah. I mean, and I'm still the youngest, you know, I'm I'm still the youngest around, you know, and, and that
1: was a tough You're the only. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah.
2: And and the thing with <laughs> that too is like when I bought my NSX I was twenty one. Mhm. Like and it was like, Oh, you know, oh that's that's he, he's that's not his, you know. And yeah. it's like, you know, I mean I had my Civic I sold it And made quite a bit of money Off parts with it And and I was gonna get out of, out of cars Cause I was I was going through some stuff And wanted to buy a house And you know, I was like You know what I, I enjoy having the car stuff And I'd rather buy my toys Now when I can Yeah Because like with us With having the house Like having a mortgage payment Is a motherfucker Yeah So anyone that wants to buy a house In Wisconsin Hit me up <laughs> There you um, go But it's 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 great Like honestly Like having a house And having ho- Doing house mods Is the funnest thing I love in my life now Like we found original hardwoods under our, our flooring. Oh, no way. Yeah, so That's it was never touched. It was under carpet that, like, they literally built the house in the 50s and put carpet there right away. Like, nothing. And uh, me and my buddy Ben, who Ben's the one that got me into cars, really, because I was a truck guy, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I, we got the floors refinished, and, like, we walked into the house, and, like, we just stared there, and we're like, what the fuck's wrong with us? We're old. Like, we're like, oh, these floors are beautiful. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you know what? Like, house mods are sick, man. Yeah. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather do some, some flooring or painting than, than do some in my car right now. Cause it's, it's fun because I mean, I go home and I love our house, you know, and, yeah. and, and that's a thing. But, but a little bit more about how I got into the car stuff is yeah. so like high school, like I was in high school and you know, I was a truck guy. I had a, a 2003 Ford Ranger with camel fender flares. Like, like I was like that redneck little fuck little that like boy. didn't care about anything. Like, and, uh, you know, I, uh, I hated, I hated imports. Fucking hated them, dude. I hated Honda. Like I'd see a lowered Honda, be like, "That's the stupidest thing in the world." Yeah. And uh, my buddy Ben and my buddy Austin, well, they they had Civics. Yeah. My buddy Ben had an EJ, uh, EJ one. Yeah. Uh huh. And he just dumped that thing to the floor on NKIs. It's like the thing was <laughs> the thing was lower than my NSX on, and it was static. No and it was shit. static. Yeah. And then my buddy, my buddy Austin had a four door four door uh, EG8 Fiero, the the American version the uh, uh, the four-door sedan civic the and f- the fiero yeah four-door yeah the civic that it was an ej8 oh i don't know what the fuck i was thinking
1: about what's that one car EG, that's like a, no, 8 or that, that car that's like a mid-engine oh the pontiac fiero <laughs> no yeah no oh okay. yeah no so he had he had ej8 yeah, yeah. or whatever what and about.
2: uh the thing was on it was on rotas and like it was sick and like they kind of got me into the mood of just wanting like to get into cars and and like you know i'd, I'd help him a little bit here and there and then yeah, senior year i was looking for a new truck and we drove past the honda dealership in my i had a 2008 civic si and uh they had that right in the used car dealership right on like the main focus like that was the car they were like displaying for the weekend like i just fell in love like yeah and uh went bought that and never looked back i guess dude that car was so fucking sick yeah dude. that was fun man I, I miss it once in a while just because the four doors was nice like i could put the whole downstar booth in the back of it yeah and um but yeah, it's funny my buddy ben's actually calling me right oh, now shout out to ben shout out to ben nuss um but he, you know it, it's that's really what got me into cars was was my high school friends and you know i'm still really good friends with them. they're still some of my best friends and and you know they kind of he's got a fit now too which is funny and yeah dude he's got the thing like race spec'd out it's so funny how'd you end up uh linking up with kg because that's how i met you um so funny story with that is um so my one of my i we don't really talk much anymore but uh jay baumgartner who's a pho- photographer for stance yeah. nation um lived in the area that's how i actually me and andrea met too <laughs> oh okay. was he was her manager oh he wow. brought her to a car show one day and that's when I was 18, she was she was I think she just turned 18 as well. Yeah. And uh, we hit it off there. We dated for a few months and then went our separate ways for a little while and then we got back together and we've been together for two and a half years now. Oh and no! Shit. Yeah, got our house, got our our puppies, you know, and and um, so I met KG through him one day because we were doing a photo shoot and I knew who KG was because I saw his car at car shows. Didn't really know what like Shane Bay anything like that like the you fame. Know, oh yeah, he was <laughs> he was Mr. Fame, and uh, we me and Jay went to go shoot and he's like, well. Uh, I'm going to hit up KG And see if he wants to shoot So I met KG that day I met Bobby that day Like I met all those guys And then that's how I, I met all them And then that's when I got it Knew what Downstar Knowing what Downstar was Because I get yeah. all the spikes On everything And and uh, that's when I met you And I think That's when Life changed Yeah <laughs> it, it changed for the better Yeah no Romance life, started Yeah and you know Like I can't You know Everyone makes mistakes In life and stuff like that But you know I'm I'm happy where my life is Right now And I have a great Loving girlfriend, that life is great. You know, we we do things together. We have a house, you know, and and being 24, owning a house like I mean, that's that's a pretty big accomplishment, yeah. you know. And and that's one something that we wanted to do is, we, I mean, we want we want to be successful, you know. I mean, success success is hard to get to. Like, I'm still trying to figure out figure out where I want to do. Like, I don't know if I want to be in real estate the rest of my life, you know, I'm in. But right now, it, it pays the bills. And You're very young. Yeah. You right know, now, and you have a lot ahead of you, bro. Yeah, we both have a lot ahead of us, you know. And, and you know, I can't wait to see where we're at in, in five years. Yeah. I mean, we'll still be under 30. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, man. And huge shout-out to KG, bro, yeah. because he was really, really
1: good guy. He was a huge downstart yep. supporter before I even met him. Yep. And, um, that's how I met all the other guys, you know, all the Midwest guys. And, um, for, uh, anything that I needed, any help that I needed, KG was always there. Yeah. He was always the one that was, um, that was concerned mm -hmm, about that I had everything to do what we had to do. Even when I shipped out the car there, even when he drove... To California, yeah. it was oh, like, it will chill, never
2: do again. Yeah, after that you know? one,
1: KG was a real ass cat, man. And then uh, I did meet a lot of people through him, and you know, it's it's kind of you realize what people are around for and the reason that they're around for. And the, when Downstar was at a at a really popular time, mm-hmm. and we had booth space. We were everybody's best friend because everybody wanted to park in the booth. Yep. Everybody wanted to come in early with Downstar. Oh, man. I remember
2: that, like, early IA days where it's, like, literally was a full, like, 20 people with cars coming in just because... The booth was packed, dude. There was mad people in the booth, but Well, and even that caused some problems sometimes because, I mean, you had 20 people sitting behind the booth, like... Yeah and everything was good until things weren't good mm-hmm.
1: and then everybody disappeared yep. you know and i didn't hear from anybody yep unless they needed any bolts or something well, and, for their car and
2: and now too like i mean there's so many companies that are are doing bolts and stuff like that and it's like you were really the one that started that shit and do you do you still do you see a, like Every year you're you're still going higher and higher business, yeah. correct? Yeah. So I mean I, I, I don't see a decline
1: because of competition. Yep. Um I think that the industry is very big mm-hmm. and there's certain people that will go with a a, a different kind yep. of brand, which is cool, you know. Um, my mentality has changed a lot versus competition and yeah. things like that. Um and shit, if they can feed their family if they can be a motivation to people around them, if they can make their parents happy, Mm -hmm. you know, what more can I want? Yeah. But um, speaking of happiness, that's one thing that I want to have in this world
2: is happiness. Happiness. Yeah. 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 No. And and I think, I think happiness is happiness can be a complete, now, <laughs> <laughs> now i had to
1: uh I, I had to make that awkward uh comment because we have somebody stepping oh. in Can the I booth sit yes, down take please, take a sir. seat sit down All right. put the uh the headphones on and make right. sure you have that mic about an inch from your face and tell us who you are and why
4: you're so fucking <laughs> sick Yo, what up everybody? This is Nick from Oh So Sick Media oh, on the ones and twos. If you're ready and you can hear me, put your hands in the air and just keep clapping. Like you don't fucking
5: care. If you oh guys so can hear the
4: song in the background, <laughs> the timing was perfect on the throwback. Oh So Sick Nick, what up bro? Have What's you met
1: RB before? We just met today, we just met so, today but yeah. here's the official introduction that yes. everybody can see. So yes. Nick nice from Oh so, so Sick, so uh, I've known Nick for a long time and he's, uh, he's a fucking savage, bro. <laughs> So, for everybody that uh that's first hearing about you give us a quick introduction
4: of who you are what you do and what makes you so sick Uh, yeah Uh, well you know the company name is also sick media specializing in videos so you might have seen some of my work from youtube yeah uh mostly involved with racing but you know i dabble into like the celebrity stuff every once in a while but anything motorsports that's where i'm at hell yeah dude How'd, Uh, how'd you get into it Man, I, I mean, yeah. It's if, if, life. If, if. <laughs> yeah. No, being real, probably like how everybody got into it—street racing. Street yeah. racing. And you know, I've always been into like photography and videos. So then I was like, hey, well, I might as well document this stuff. Yeah. Right? And at first, it was just for me. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I was like, oh, YouTube came out. All right, let's just put some street races on. And then people like the name, and I was like, oh man, all right, yeah. let's just keep going. So hell yeah
1: happens. dude you've oh. you've definitely been a name in the racing community for a long time dude i was just telling you before we got on that you used to do the videos it was like a newscast man. oh yeah yeah
4: i, I did uh let's call the doso latest you know? yeah <laughs> dude, so what happened with that it's hard to keep up with the latest times man there's too much going on uh like i said i'm involved with everything motorsports so with there's literally events every weekend for off-road yeah. racing, road racing, you know, like the time attack stuff, drag racing, car shows. Because car shows alone, you could probably cover that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so. so speaking of this weekend, what brings you out here to Iaboc, Ohio? This weekend, Honda brought me out. Sweet. Originally, I was supposed to bring my car out and drive it out here. Really? Yeah. From California? Yeah. So, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. So when, yeah. I, when I Google mapped it, I was like, nah, uh, just kidding. Check this I out. think only HPJ can pull that <laughs> off. Right? And I was going to do it by myself, so I was like, no, there's no way. That's yeah, tough. That's nah. a crazy
1: one, bro. So you came out here with Hondata. What is your, uh, your job with them, or what
4: do you guys do together? Uh, well, they're involved with my car as far as like just you know their knowledge right they they've been in the game for a long time yeah so especially with them pioneering like the gen stuff anytime I need help or you know some of their advice because they they've done land speed racing road racing and, t- and stuff so it's like just to help set up the car if I have any questions or you know they're just really supportive yeah do you then, do media with them and as well? I also do media with them as well so um, they hire my company yeah to do their marketing stuff so cool that's awesome so it's a dude. win-win you know? yeah now who's this guy with the gray shirt on this, this guy with the gray shirt his name's Doug he's one of the co-founders of Honda oh sick. so wow. he's definitely. I think I can get him on here <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
1: man. yeah I keep seeing people come up to him and bowing with respect so oh yeah yeah I mean hey
4: sometimes you got to do that you know? yeah
1: always at the meet I always see uh Javier yep
4: um he's always hustling man oh yeah javier so, man he's been doing this for a long time you know because he comes from drag racing too so yeah yeah he's been involved in the industry probably before i was even born so no, no, you, i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> how'd you get linked up with Hondata?
4: uh through javier oh really yeah so it, it just started with you know them seeing my youtube videos and then uh, javier's like hey man we got this new product coming out traction control mm-hmm. you wanted to give it a shot do a video yeah. And then that one video turned into well, what else can you do? And I just laid out my resume and it's like Yeah. All right. Hell yeah, it man. is. It would be dope to see you do more YouTube videos. I understand that it takes a lot of time. It's, it's so. time consuming. And the way I've always been is I didn't start the whole YouTube thing for my own brand or identity. Yeah. I didn't I didn't do it for the fame, the clout, whatever you want to call it. I, I did it to start my bu- my business. Yeah. And thankfully it it is where i envisioned it when i first started so now i'm helping different manufacturers in the motorsports that i do it full-time i have more than full-time i'm actually i probably average like 12 to 15 hours a day so no shit dude. i just just because i don't post it doesn't mean i'm not doing anything yeah 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 well it's something you you love too so it makes it a little bit easier oh yeah Yeah. you know wake up just start working it's not even work how'd you even get into media uh that's I honestly couldn't even tell you. This little kid just picked up the camera. Yeah. If you guys know, all right, I'm not saying I'm old, but I'm not that young either. <laughs> so I turned 30 this year. So if, <laughs> if you guys see me, feel free to join on the turn up.
1: I see the grays coming in,
4: bro. Oh, I, came in, I came in about came <laughs> years ago. They have names on them. I can see do. the names oh, yeah. on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there on the dying part yet, but you know, yeah. we'll, see. we'll see what happens. No, but um, I remember picking up the old school VHS camera yeah no shit you know, my parents had one so I I was barely strong enough to carry it yeah uh, I'm not that buff <laughs> if you guys think about I barely got a gym membership this year uh, so yeah I just started with that and then I used to edit like just analog style mm. two VHS tapes yeah, just cut back and forth Uh and then on a total side note with because I've always been into music too yeah. I used to make my little cassettes you know my little mixtapes so, yeah yeah just like that and then from there just got older got different cameras and just I just kept going man so when did you realize that you could like monetize this um high school yeah so one of the first things that kind of was like an eye opener for me was there was a new school opening up in my town and they are like uh in my high school thankfully there is like a a video class so they said hey you know they told the teacher what students do you recommend to do a video for the presentation for the new school I was one of them and um and then they said, we all got together. It was like three of us. They said, okay, so they're willing to pay. It's a district. Mm-hmm. So then I said, okay, do you guys trust me? Yeah. They're like, yeah. I was like, okay, we don't ask for money. We asked for a referral and allow us to put that we did this on our resume. Oh, shit. So by the time we graduate, we already we already have something lined up and we have proof that we have experience. Yeah. And they trusted me, thankfully. <laughs> um, and sure enough, the district was like, shocked because they don't expect that from I think I was a junior at that point so they're just like wait you don't want to get paid and I was like no I think it's more valuable if I just have the district you know wow. the board the board crediting us like yeah endorsing us right so it it worked out man where so, did you get that motivation from like that's uh, that's the, hard for a young kid to to pass up money I, right I would, yeah I would say well one I'm not money driven mm-hmm. so I think that has a lot to do with it but two Only thing I can think of is my parents, man, just being raised. Both my parents, hustlers. Yeah. You know, they they came from Mexico, so growing up, I just see them both both working all day, nonstop. So when did they move uh, from Mexico to the states? Um, I think my dad was around eleven. My mom was probably around eight or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And that's how they moved out to and they moved out to Ventura County. So where did they actually live at? Oxnard no shit
1: yeah and then um were you born in oxnard no but that's how i knew you yeah i knew you first from being around oxnard around the uh racing scene i remember you had the s2000 what was the name sally yeah sally was a motherfucker that girl man i regret that that car was fast
4: yeah it was cool yeah it was really there was (laughs) one
1: night when you raced uh jimmy with the ws6 yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was a. Uh, what is that like a pontiac or some shit
4: it was a trans
1: you're talking trans- about trans-, trans-, trans am trans-, trans am yeah and uh that trans am was just known around the city for being fast as fuck dude and then nick came with the s2000 and just walked the fuck out of it dude i guess <laughs> yeah you, you walked the shit out of it bro. shout
4: out to gpr auto you can see that video on youtube yeah <laughs> Shout out to nah. GPR,
1: <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, dude, and ever since
4: i seen that shit move, I was like, oh, shit. And then just being around the Honda community. Yeah, so, and that, because of that car, too, that's how I met the guys from Honda. I put the Flash Pro on it. I remember early on, too, building that, you know, a lot of people on the forums were like, oh, well, if you want to make big power, you got to go to standalone ECU, this and that. I was like, nah. I asked my boy, Daniel, who's my tuner, right? Yeah. He's like, we're good, so. Yeah sure enough you saw it in action so i mean
1: he's here right now he's here he's
4: right there chilling oh yeah he's the man of not too many
1: words (laughs) (laughs) he's a bad motherfucker though i I can't get him
4: on here but hey (laughs) put the keyboard and he'll be right there just tuning your phone yeah dude he's uh daniel butler anybody
1: listening he's uh tunes out of church yeah right he's still there correct he's still there yeah and he does a
4: bunch of other you know he goes to different shops remote tunes tunes and things like that yeah he also just started a website for uh Kind of like e-tunes so stage oh, tunes. no way yeah. that's
1: the website uh, it's called uh power metrics power metrics shout out to him man yeah he's uh he's taking care of the eg at least a couple times have for sure oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah yeah for my eg i actually have a turbo kit that i'm kind of debating putting on or not i'm kind of being real pussy Dude. but i have he's the, had it for like five years i have, um, <laughs> I have the whole entire <laughs> turbo kit i'm done. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'll definitely be going to him when I need to get that tune. But that's sick, man. So what um, what other companies do you work with
4: that you could talk about in the community? That I could talk about? Yeah. Uh, Torco Oils. I do some marketing stuff for them. Mostly, therein is mostly social media stuff. Got you. Uh, that I could talk about. Got you. That's what's <laughs> up. So do you specialize a lot in uh, social media as well? I say I specialize in just anything marketing Uh, so yeah that has a lot obviously in today's society that has to do with social media hell yeah yeah but just anything tech man so. so if there are somebody listening and they wanted to contact you for your services what are some things that you can say that you you can offer a company I can offer at the moment i can offer consulting okay uh, i have way too much on my plate that i would never take more work than i can actually good deserve. man that's a, that's so a blessing bro. i would love to say hey i could do this video or i could do this campaign but honestly i am i'm full right now yeah so. so besides the
1: automotive stuff i know you touched on the uh the celebrity side of things um let's, let's see
4: if we can go into that a little bit we go a little into it because yeah. there's, there's some things that i'm not allowed to talk about but like, yeah. like the vegas parties and <laughs> shit yeah. yeah like the bachelor parties and, yeah you no know, uh, ndas the NDA- well you know here's the crazy part i didn't have to sign them really only the females did <laughs> you can guess why but let's talk about it (laughs) let's talk let's talk a little bit about it so i got into that because one time i had to help a friend Mm romel he shoots automotive stuff like drifting and road racing motor lyric yeah yeah yeah. 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 shout out to
1: romel dude i actually met him at that honda commercial shoot in 2009 bro so fucking long
4: ago shout out to him man. Yeah, yeah so because of him, I got we did a, a fashion show. Okay. He was like, "You down?" I was like, Shh, "I'm down." He was like, it was <laughs> whatever, anything to just get me started, you know. And um, that that stylist from the or the designer from the fashion show, one thing led to another, and it's all networking, right? It's yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. an industry. So met somebody else, and that person happened to be connected with um, at the time. Matt Barnes played for the Lakers. Yes. So then um, he's like, "Hey, man, I love your work." we should collab cool him down and then you know I we did like a red carpet event or it was a charity event and uh, that's when I met Matt Barnes I had no idea who he was oh really <laughs> yeah so I mean okay Quick little backstory. I really don't know who anybody is when it comes to professional sports or even gotcha. or even actors. The main main ones, like if you if I saw J Lo walk across me, yeah, you know, obviously, you'll yeah, recognize no, the you. ass. I, <laughs> say, I know that ass. I was gonna say the face because I see your <laughs> music videos. And, no, it's <laughs> <But, laughs> the ass. So there's 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 always in any industry like a a star that stands out, right? Kobe, Jordans. So when I when I met Matt Barnes, I didn't I had no idea. I yeah. actually sent my friend who is all into sports a picture like I who I, I, I love he's just like boom real quick and then I'm like hey who is this supposedly he plays for the Lakers <laughs> and he's like bro he like he just started talking shit on me he was like you are you serious and I was like so he told me I was like oh, okay cool so I was like alright but with doing that what's crazy is that actually helped me get more involved yeah. with it because they you know in a sense they get hit up everywhere they go yes. and a lot of times it's starstruck and to me I'm kind of like I don't even know who you are. Like, oh, what's your name? And they kind of look at me like, really? I've had, a, yeah. I've had a couple of like, you know, conversations with like, you don't know who I am. I'm like, really? So then I'm like, well, do you know who I am? You know, they said, well. <laughs> so they're like, no. And I was like, well, like there that. we go. So we're even. So it's up. I'm Nick. Oh, so sick. And they're like, you know, introduce themselves. And I'm like, cool. So now we know each other. They're like, damn, so thrill You didn't know. Who I, am? I was like, now I was like, what do you do? And it's like oh. I play for, the Angels. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dodgers. Yeah. Oh, and then I was like. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. That, oh, you know what? I think, Mike, now that you say your name, my cousins always talk about it. girls, right? They're like, yeah. oh, my cousins are all on your and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, he just he just laughs, and I'm just like, yeah, I was like, you know, no offense, but I'm like you. Like, you didn't know me because you're in your lane, and you just, you're hustling. You got your own dreams. And I was like, I'm the same way. Yeah. So... That's kind of how it is, you know.
1: So what's your way of navigating around that? Is it just, say, if you don't really know somebody and um, you have those conversations, do you feel like just talking
4: to them as, as an equal? Yep. Well, you always have to. Everybody's equal, in my opinion. Yeah. There's, you know, I guess everybody has their own opinions on that, but at the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah. So I just have a normal conversation, and like anything, some people click, some people don't. So, yeah, it's just just regular talk and they actually like that because usually it's gossip right mm. they're like oh TMZ this TMZ that now like you've seen my camera equipment I don't know if you have but, no you know well any you know photographer video guy they're always carrying yep. equipment and usually as a celebrity they're kind of like hesitant like well are you with TMZ mm. and, and it's like with me they were always like uh, we were at Matt Barnes wedding in mm-hmm. the after party and then they saw me walk I walked in with my camera and then everybody's like you know, you're scrambling. Oh, like, shit, put the back <laughs> <laughs> The soda. Yeah. And, uh, so then I was like, and then he was like, oh, no, no that, that's Nick. He's, he's cool. He's good people. And they're like, ha, all right. Then. Like, oh. Back out again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's, it's like that, huh? So
1: being around these celebrities, what is something that you've noticed that you maybe didn't think before?
4: Fame is not everything. That's what I've learned real, real quick. And that goes monetary and also... Uh, in life yeah right when with fame comes a lot of things and I don't think everybody really takes that into consideration um, more followers doesn't mean more money yeah and more followers definitely means less privacy and you also get judged a lot quicker mm-hmm. so if if you have a family and especially kids if you're not ready to take the criticism of them being in the spotlight you shouldn't even be in the spotlight so I I learned, it was crazy, man. I learned when I was involved with that industry more, I would find things out before TMZ would. Yeah. And then like I see it, like, you know, somebody writes a blog, like, oh, it's just leaked. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, they I was there. I was yeah. at that party or I was at the, you know, there's mansion parties. And it's like, oh, damn, I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. So I learned like, ah, it's cool. That's not really the life I want to live, though. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Do you feel like when they make that, uh, a significant amount of money that
4: it just like affects their life in a more negative than positive way yes and no but that also depends on how they are as a person to portray it to others right obviously most of the celebrities are even like rappers right it, it's, all, it's all a money thing you gotta be flashy you gotta have the, the diamonds like I've never done that yeah so me going to this party one I was probably like the only Hispanic yeah <laughs> and then two I was the shortest <laughs> And three, the skinniest. Uh, like, <laughs> Everybody's walking around all like Bill and athletic, right? And i was just like, "Yeah, hey, guys. <laughs> What's this, camera? <laughs> hey, guys. Camera's bigger than me. I'm like, like yeah. hey, guys, can you help me get my equipment up here? <laughs> no, but uh, I learned that it, it attracts a lot of unnecessary things and people. Yeah. You know, one example that kind of really opened my eyes, it was... Uh, a, a groupie uh-huh. and we were at a some uh, a club in LA and a group of girls uh, hold on alright so let break <laughs> it down break it down the there's everybody has their own opinion of what's pretty cute yes, yes, handsome yes, yes. whatever you want to call it right um but in that type of environment there's you know everybody knows a lot of fake right they get work done um in that environment, it's like their. It seemed to me. I might be wrong, but it seemed to me like their entire goal, like their job, is to make sure they look good so that they could hopefully get picked up by one of the, you know, celebrities. Yeah. Stuff. So, you can imagine how many JLo's would are constantly walking around. That's crazy, and, man. Uh, one time at this, at this club, obviously they had their own section, and just a group of five girls just comes up to me. I'm just like. I mean, I know I'm not ugly, but I'm, I'm all you're ugly. not five J Lo, right? I was like, I'm not no, uh, I don't know rapper, yeah. right, you know, or a, a ball player, and then uh, they're just like, some girls just like, so what's good and what's up? Oh, I was like, usually the guy has to be the one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh I me? Mean, She's like, oh so so you're right here with you know so and so, and I was like, yeah. She's like whatever you want so that we could get in I'm down and I was just like bro shut the fuck and hey I mean no homo. but straight up I was just like I'm good like I don't need to get caught up in any of that shit so yeah. I was like so I was like oh I just slapped it off I was like thanks uh, it's up to them yeah and then uh, they didn't get in obviously but it's crazy so that's when I was like dude there's nah no way man It's like that's the, why all these people get in trouble yeah, yeah. cause some of these girls uh, I shouldn't say, girls. some people are just scandalous, and they'll, you know...
2: They're looking for that. They're look,
4: Yeah, they're looking for the drama, and... You see... Dude, watch TMZ. You'll see yeah. it. Yeah. The quick 15 minutes of fame on TMZ is what yeah. they're looking for. And that's when I was like, that's not the life I want for my life, and now even my family life. I have a yeah. family now, so, you know. No, definitely, man.
1: And these, these girls that are just so beautiful I, I no homo uh, but guys too
4: in their own way like
1: yeah you know they yeah no handsome great looking dudes mm. beautiful girls it's like when you get to talk to them you realize that they're not that beautiful inside
4: yeah and they're just out for their own narrative you know oh well, yeah they're whole fake they're, everything's fake inside <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm sure it happens in every industry but <laughs> well it was just an eye opener to me to see it like you know then I just hear all the inside drama like oh that was supposed to be my boy this and that then like he took this from me and i'm like damn really yeah so i was like oh man you gotta keep your circle tight i guess
2: so there's a lot more drama in that than they
4: actually like you see oh yeah, yeah yeah oh for sure for sure but but that's how all these reality shows in my opinion were ended up mm-hmm. being made because they're like somebody's probably like we need to film some of this stuff You're yeah like, this yeah is, yeah it's crazy so being in that that side of the industry
1: um who's somebody that you met and it really uh that you
2: really looked up to. Some guy just brought you food. Oh shit. Dang, like that. Rock and
1: roll! Is that for everybody? I'm gonna huh. put it right here, thank you so much. Some random home. dude just dropped
2: it an off game oh, and sh- walked away. Oh, <laughs> dang. Hell yeah, hey, we to- That's fame right <laughs> there. <dude. See? laughs> that's the and fame. That's, and sometimes that is- See, that, <laughs> that's okay. that's the goal right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you get free food sometimes, so <laughs> that's it, it doesn't hurt. i after, dude. That stuff does not hurt. <laughs> I'll take that type
2: of fame all day. <laughs> and I'd probably gain some weight too. I don't think you could ever gain <laughs> that weight. That could have like, been the whatever you'd want. You can get in. Just go get your food. That's oh true. yeah, you should have said that. <laughs> that's true. Hey, give me, some <laughs> just give me some Taco <laughs> Bell toppers right <laughs> now. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh, that's one thing I miss about Oxnard toppers. Right. Oh, yeah. you too. How often do you have toppers? I
4: used to dude? drive over there just to get toppers. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, it's not serious. If you guys are in California, especially like SoCal area. Yeah. Even NorCal, it's worth the drive. I've taken oh. people from the East Coast that they come to
1: visit. I'll take them to toppers, and they're like, "Oh, this is so good." I'm like, "Yeah, it's way better than that truck." Trash ass New York
2: pizza. (laughs) We were there in February. We were there. I didn't say that. Trash in February. We were there, and we went. Three times in four days <laughs> we were there. Oh, crazy. Because it was right next to the hotel, and like, he got me there the first time I ever was out there with him, and it was like, I crave that pizza every time we're out there. Yeah. So, crazy. oh It's bomb, though. And he got me to like ranch. That was the first time I ever had ranch. Ranch yeah. with pizza. And now oh, it's on. But all. their ranch is different, though. Fire. There's
1: something up with it, man. Oh, yeah. But that's dope, Nick. Uh, so, what else do you have going on in the near future?
4: The near yeah. future, um, as far as car projects yeah. go i'm just focused on the 10 gen i have like a 10 you. gen civic si so just messing around with that some more enjoying that that's right that's the last time that we hung
1: out was in
4: mexico oh yeah <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> that's that car show yeah so yeah it yeah, been i've just been focused on that and as far as work i'm just keep grinding man just keep doing my thing good for you dude trying to help out as much people as i can and yeah. Just keep learning. That's it. Hell so, yeah, man. So yeah, you but, have um, HDNX weekend. Yep. Right? Yep. So what do you got going on for that? Uh, that, I'll be helping out the Honda guys. Because the whole thing was supposed to be like, I find my car out here, then just do a little tour with my car. Yeah. But, I mean, one of the biggest things that I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that or I shouldn't do that is because my car is going to be in SEMA. So Gosh. if anything were to happen, that's yeah. yeah, like... So that like, ruins was, that.
1: Yeah. So I was like,
4: ah, it's not worth the risk.
1: So since your car's not here,
4: you're not going to take it to h No. God. No, but obviously you. I had already planned that I'm still going to go with the Honda guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. I was
1: talking to HPJ earlier and then he said that you guys were going to drive. Yep. So I don't know if he knows that he's not driving <laughs> with
0: you anymore. No, 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 he is. No.
4: Well, okay. So what ended up happening, I had to hit him up and I was like, you're going to h right? He's like, yeah, I'm driving my car. He's like. I'm gonna have to like do it overnight. Uh, so then I was like, "Well, here was the original plan, but my car's not going anymore. If you need a carpool buddy, oh, let's just make you. it happen." And then cool, I leave, cool, so cool. I'm, I'm gonna be driving. Well, helping him drive. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Sick, man.
4: I mean, we'll see. I heard it's a 12-hour drive, so I'm not. Mm. That dude does that for lunch, yeah. bro. Yeah. Crazy. He's, he's supposed to come by in a little bit, man. But that's must Mr. Worldwide, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, uh, dude. He. That is a lifestyle that's crazy in itself too. Yeah, non-stop. Man. That's a Honda rock star lifestyle. Facts, but see, that's not bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that type of fame. Uh, because it just depends on the industry. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it depends how public that your industry really is, yeah. and that like the the rap and the music and celebrity like that.
4: That's on the forefront. That's mainstream. That that's where everything's at. I mean, I like till this day, I still have. Um, I remember getting approached by TMZ and offered a job. No shit. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, "Thank you, but no thanks." So I well, here's our card, anyways. If you ever,
2: reach, if you ever need to work, just I don't know how out. people could do that job. That that's what I yeah I you know usually, like that's that's your job is just to seriously just bother people constantly. Yeah. I I don't know how. Yeah. I mean money's not that important right. I mean to some people Yeah But and
1: Probably to a lot of those people That they're filming Money's really important to them Right too. Well, I mean
4: at the end of the day Everybody's gotta eat too Yeah uh, But that, that's what makes life so Sick To be honest is Everybody's different Everybody has their own mm-hmm. views And
0: that's just what it is, man.
4: So. so what is your what is your main objective with life? Like what is the thing that you strive for? Motivating others. So Hell yeah. so like with my with my car, the tent the tension, I purposely got S I uh, obviously S I in Spanish means C. Si, mm-hmm. And there's a saying that goes si se puede which yeah. means pretty much yes you can, right? So A lot of people were doubting that car. And I was like, man, this is a time that I could actually promote a real message involved with the car. Yeah. So I've always just been about bringing bringing others up. It's it's a team effort at the end of the day. I love it, man.
1: That's dope, bro. Hell yeah, Nick. I wish you the best, bro. And I look forward to hanging out with you next weekend at H-Day. Should be sick, man. Hell yeah. So uh, everybody listening right now, where can they find you
4: at? You can find me anywhere in california <laughs> you, know, <laughs> no, you guys can find me at oh so sick uh you could either follow me on oh so sick on instagram or just a company on oh so sick media subscribe to the youtube channel because i do have some stuff that i've i've been dropping that i have a bunch yeah. of videos that i've edited and it's just slowly just uploading them so there's some new content coming out hell yeah and i'm cool. probably gonna bring back welcome to our lifestyle because i did a little poll and uh that little series kind of in my opinion brought up my name in this yeah. industry so i'm gonna do a couple flashbacks you know with sheepy and probably speak factory guys again yeah <laughs> dude you
1: you were definitely really um really in the forefront of the, the media youtube and things like that yeah and uh, i'm excited to see what you got going on in the future dude thank you man thank you so thank you for stopping by nick i really appreciate yeah, sure. it yeah man. we appreciate it Isn't yeah awesome? and try to stay yeah. out of the rain dude <laughs>
2: Hopefully, it doesn't last too long.
1: I know, man. Hopefully, it passes. For the listeners,
2: it's raining now. <laughs> <If> you Look <laughs> over there.
4: Those clouds look dark as fuck, man. This is not California. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. Hell yeah. Thanks, Thanks Nick. Man. I Thanks, appreciate man. it. Brother. Thanks, guys.
1: All right, so um, should we, we get down on these tacos? What do you think, dude? <laughs> I guess. What are the, the. I don't know. I don't know who brought it. I don't know. Some dude with a i don't know who brought them i'm trying one what are they i uh fajitas uh, i'm good you're good on fajitas. yeah i'm, I'm super picky <laughs> uh, yeah you are so talk i'm gonna let's listen, see so you talk
2: yeah so frank's eating tacos right now he's gonna give us the review um not sure where they're from not sure who brought them they're falling apart so they probably been sitting there for a while <laughs> um i'm hungry dude. yeah no, but uh, so far this has been this has been a good podcast. Cool, huh? Yeah, it's been cool. I mean, we haven't having different guests, you know, and the rain's not not too bad. You know, it's kind of just drizzling.
1: We're about two hours in. Yeah, right now two two already hour, two, two hours, guests. Yeah, really cool, man. I got, I'm gonna work on another one, and get another guy over here right now.
2: Yeah. But, um, what motivates you, dude? Um, pretty much just my life. You know, motivate to be successful. Um, Andrea. Our puppies, my family. Yeah, let's talk friends. about the dogs, dude. And yeah, the names. What's up with yeah, that, man? Yeah, so uh, we have a sixteen-month-old f- dachshund. His name's Paul. He's half dachshund, half chihuahua, so he's a Chihuini. Um, <laughs> we've had what? we've had him we've had him since he was a puppy, so he's been he's been pretty rad. Um, he's funny as fuck, so he's hes just he's got the personality that's the lifestyle. And then about a month and a half ago, we extended our family to have our next one, which is Joel, and he's fifteen <laughs> months old. Um he's from a breeder. He was neglected. Um, got him from Missouri, so I drove down to Missouri for him. Um, and he's still opening up to us. It's been it's, oh, really? yeah, it's been it's been tough with him. he's he was he was at a breeder. I think they just didn't want to get attached to him, so they would just feed him and give him water, and that was it in the kennel. So it's it's really sad, you know. Um, So we we, I took him in. We took him in. um, It took him about two weeks for us to hear anything from him, Um, like speaking. We didn't even know if he made anything. He wouldn't eat the first week. I'd have to syringe water in his mouth because he wouldn't drink water. He wouldn't. No way. Yeah, he wouldn't do anything. You know, he he was it was it was tough. And uh, the first night we got him, he ran away. He got out the house. Um, It was one o'clock in the morning. And uh, we live in a nice little neighborhood, so it was me running around in my underwear screaming Joel, which is a man's name.
0: <laughs> Joel, <laughs> I'm <back. laughs>
2: Yeah, so that was a little awkward, having people walk past me as I'm in my butt-ass like, underwear, <laughs> like, just screaming a man's name. Uh, pretty much like a South Park episode. <laughs> um, but no, he's getting a lot better. Like He's finally wagging his tail. He's eating. Um, he feels super comfortable on the couch, so like he just stays on the couch. You know, he just chills. He's getting there, you know. Um, Paul's been a great big brother for him, and it's it's crazy to see the complete opposite of them. Yeah, like Paul is just outgoing, loves everyone, loves every single dog, will do anything, just nuts. And then Joel is just like, he, you look at him and he starts shaking because he's so scared. But you know, it'll it'll change. You know, a lot of love will take that take that away, and and. That'll, that'll get him into the mood that he's at and it'll take it'll take a while I think it's gonna take five or six months before we really see him come out
1: so how did you know um, his prior state before and what he went
2: through we didn't until I got him how could um, you tell you know uh, we saw him on a website called puppy find we saw him about three four months before we actually got him and it was at the time where we were trying to we didn't have a house yet, you know. We just had the one. It was like, okay, maybe if he's still around after, we'll go and see what he was. He was, he's he's a dapple, or no, he's not a dapple. He's a he's a piebald. So he's he's got like cow coloring. So he's white and brown. Um, and we saw him same birthday as me too. So that was the thing that hurt. So we had the same birthday. So June third. Oh, so that that was that was the thing. It was like, <laughs> that's oh, that's crazy. cool. Yeah. yeah. So gotten con. Well, we were we stopped looking for a while, and all of a sudden Andrea hit me up one day and was like. He's back on the site because he was gone, and we're like, "What?" Like, so I messaged the lady that had him, who was the breeder, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, we got him. The we had him on hold for a lady, and she couldn't get to the airport to get him, so we just have him still." I'm like, "All right, well, tell me about him." And she's telling me, "Oh, he's just great. He's great. He's f- friendly. Loves everyone. Um, he's potty trained. He he he's great with everything." And I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" So I sent her like a down payment for him, so when I to go down there. Well, I get down there and it's a six and a half, it was like a six and a half hour ride, seven hour ride. He's a mini, didn't know he was a miniature dachshund. So the max he'll be is about nine pounds, nine Uh nine to to 11 pounds is where they're supposed to be at. He was seven. Mm. So he was just skin and bones, which Uh that was my first thought. And he was scared of everything. Like he would be below her feet, hiding behind everything. Like afraid of Joel, afraid of everything. And you know, I was really like iffy on bringing him back up with me, but just with what she was saying and just how he was acting, I could just tell that he wasn't in a good atmosphere. And they were the ones. And they were the, they were the breeder, so they had him. They're the ones that bred him. Um, and you know, it was just like you know what, it's gonna be tough, but he deserves a good family, and we can give him a good life. Yeah. And uh, so that was that was good, you know. Um, and my parents, my parents had a, um, my puppy who he, he was fourteen. We we had to put him down on Tuesday. Last no Tuesday, way! Yeah, so, oh, sorry to hear um, that, So, so it, it was been tough, and and you know having those guys there like, Spinner helped Paul like a lot with like learning, and that was our biggest thing. Is I wanted to get our dog and have Spinner because dude didn't care like he was just the chillest dog you'd ever meet in your life like, like never ran away, never would just he just chill, just chill, you know. And Paul learned a lot from him, so that was I'm a blessed to have that. So, um, they they are the funnest little dogs to come home to. Um, you know, having a shitty day and coming home to those those wiener dogs staring at the window just at you. It's like, and they both have underbites, so, like, Paul just sits <laughs> there. And, like, legit, like, it's just like, it's it's the funniest thing. Like, and, uh, you know, their their personalities really, really make our house great. and Yeah, no, I'm a dog person, so it's, wiener dogs are a little, I've, I've always loved wiener dogs, you know, and, and the, the people names are, so Paul's name is from Jimmy Neutron. You know the show, Adventures of Jimmy Neutron on Nickelodeon? Yeah, but I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, so at the end, there's a three-eyed monkey that's like, they're advertising for the company that makes the show. And he's like, hi, I'm Paul. Yeah. Like, and literally, since I was a little kid, I was like, I always want a weird dog named Paul. Named Paul. Because like, when you yell, come here, Paul, and here comes this weird dog running down the hallway, you're not going to not laugh. Yeah. Like, it's just a, <laughs> hey, his name's Paul, like, and uh, when we go to the vet and they're like, oh, what's this guy's name? We're like, Paul. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so he's he's funny, you know. And and Joel Joel his name was Joel when we got him, and he uh-huh. was already a year old when we got him. So we just want I just wanted to like I figured he knew the name already. Yeah, yeah he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Oh really? No, he had no. Idea. He doesn't. He doesn't know anything. It was like so she just lied. Like so that's where the neglecting came in. And we took him to the vet up by us, and they're like, yeah, he was neglected. You know, and and I, I could have told him, and but it's it's just all it's all mindset neglecting. Like so, he's he he's good. It's just that in his mind, he doesn't know love. He doesn't yeah. know love. He doesn't know play. He doesn't know anything and you know that's what we're here for and he's opening up he's finally opening up like he'll wag his tail he'll play with us when we get home he'll wag his tail all excited for just a little bit just a little bit but it's enough it's enough to show progress and i think that's the best part is it's showing progress how does he get along with your other dog they are brothers really oh yeah paul has been the greatest big brother for him um like paul's they outside like they're funny like they play a game it's like predator and prey and like they'll just run and like all of a sudden here comes paul bolting behind joel and it's like just, ah, uh, like the, like a National Geographic cheetah attacking an antelope. Yeah. And, like, Paul just tries to stick his head in his, in his... Paul's game is how much of Joel's head he can stick in his mouth. Oh, shit. So, like, they'll just sit outside, and you'll just see Paul with his head just... Or his mouth just over Joel's head. And Joel's just sitting there, like, not giving a shit. Like, so it's so funny. But they're... they're Paul has been a great big brother, and that's what I'm. I'm so happy that he has been that way. So... Dude, that's really cool that you took him in. Yeah, and I was super worried because, like, Paul's best friends, like, so Paul Paul's a Chewini, so he's, well, he's a little fat hot dog now, but uh, he's, he's like, 14, 15 pounds, and, like, his best friends, all he's known as big dogs his whole life. So having Joel there, who's smaller than him, it's different. Yeah. Like, his best friend's a purebred German short hair pointer, who's, like, three times the size of Paul. Yeah. His other best friend's a Husky. The other one's a Coonhound. Like, they're all, like, 70, 50 to 70-pound dogs. Yeah. Like, and here's this little 14 pound wiener dog keeping up with them running around like <laughs> it's so funny and uh so yeah so uh, the dogs are great you know i mean and those are our children those are our kids like because we're, we're not ready to have kids and i mean we're not married yet and you know that'll that'll come down the road probably so how far down the road she said she wants to be engaged by 25 so i still got two years or a year because she bad, what, she's 24. so yeah She's awesome, man. She is. She's fantastic. She she's a great together. She's the greatest person in my life, and I'm so happy that we were able we were able to get back in touch and be together again. And and life's been great since then. We we take so many vacations. Like like our adventures are so great. You know, I mean, she drove the whole way out to California with me, which I don't think we'll ever do again because that was a nightmare. <laughs> we'll just fly. Yeah. Like. Yeah, dude. I would not advise
1: anybody to drive more than ten hours. Yeah, it was a 40 hour, 40 <laughs> hour trip, nonstop. Yeah, no nah, snowstorms
2: and it's
1: not worth traffic. It. But damn, it seems like they put the music louder on certain songs. They did, songs, yeah, dude. These I dudes did. get like super horny over one song and then just fucking blast it. Yeah, but either way, man, better than Old Town Road. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know about that. That's a that's that's a marketing marketing genius move. Oh right yeah, there, dude. Oh yeah, you gotta respect that part of it. But right. other than that, I'm kind of good on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, either way man I think we're hitting the uh, close to the 3 hour mark and that's when
2: this camera is about to go out yeah.
1: dude. So uh, it's been a dope conversation man. Yeah, I really no, appreciate and I'm, you sitting here. I'm with me, I'm excited
2: dude. Uh, I was excited to do it again cuz we did it in your we did it in your garage before you even had the podcast yeah. room done, you know, and and I've always wanted to do it again and it's so hard with me being so far away. You can't really do like uh, like a remote podcast and it sounds good, you know. Yeah, or, no, definitely. And so when when I get to do this with you, it's so much fun and I, I love listening to it. And it's it's a great thing to see and like being at the show. It's so cool because like looking around, I mean, you got people walking around with Downstar shirts on all the time. Like yeah, I mean, there's dude. a guy right there with a Downstar shirt on. Yeah, like, you know, it's 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 cool to see that. And you know, I think there's been a lot of positive. There's been a lot of positive with people like taking photos of us doing the podcast here, so I'm hoping to see some stuff online, which will be cool. Hopefully, do like I said in the beginning of the podcast. Hopefully, we could start like a trend.
1: Yeah, you know. Um with podcasting every podcast is different every host is different every every layout is totally different yep um basically when you say you have a podcast that's like saying i have a youtube channel everyone's got one. everyone's got one everybody has a different channel you know so hopefully that um podcasting gets on the mainstream
2: of things and shit i'm just gonna set up at the booth Whatever Yeah, no, it's fun, you know I mean, and, and whoever sits down, sits down Like, that's a cool thing Like, we had Danielle, like and Yeah, and that was a great one Yeah To hear that story,
0: man I'm excited,
2: like And, and it makes it a little bit different Because it's not like You're just going to put one person, like You can just do IBOC meet Yeah, yeah, yeah No, know? definitely
1: And then we got to talk to Nick Nick's yeah. a great guy, dude Um, I've, I've known him since I've known him back in Oxnard yeah and then which is crazy uh, you know
2: I mean that's the thing too is like he's from Oxnard too or like you know like super nuts yeah. dude and then like we were saying last December we were in
1: Mexicali together yeah for imports war it was an imports war out okay. there but yeah we went with Jimmy and um a few other guys and that was pretty cool too yeah Ate so fucking good out there, <laughs> Mexico is a different, it's a different place, dude. Oh, yeah. Literally and figuratively. I've eight. never been out of the country. No? Well, I've been to the Bahamas, and I was,
2: but that was a Disney cruise, so we didn't leave the chip. Damn, I don't know what's up with the Bahamas now, bro. That should. I look- don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. I want to go to Japan really bad, and that's you should. Man. And that's something I want to talk to you about down the road too. Is like going to Auto Salon. Like I want to do that. Like yeah. My best friend's out there right now for work, and oh he's no like, way. He's like, dude, it's the coolest place, and I've always wanted to go there. Like it's yeah. Somewhere I've always wanted to go to. Andrew doesn't want to go to she's like eh, no i don't know yeah but, but no, I want to japan go, so. is
1: the number one place that i would recommend to yeah. go to for so, sure definitely i love it out
2: there and i love talking to you yeah i love talking to you too frank like your brother like i said your brother to me you know and it's it's fun definitely. to do this and support support this so it's cool so i think i think this is where we send it off and it's episode 98, 98. close us out bro 98 episode 98 IBOC meet um, RB, that's Frank Downstar. You can find me on, on Instagram, RB4Tier. It's not like the restaurant, it's an R and a B. Um, fo- follow our shenanigans. I kind of post up once in a while, you know, and if you're in Wisconsin looking for a house, hit me up. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We'll, got, we'll have RBs uh, connect below. And uh, dude, I'm super proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you, man. This is cool. Like, you're following your dreams, you know, and that's the best thing is just follow your dreams in life and you'll we'll succeed, it. you know? The only person that can make you fail is yourself. Hell yeah. There you go, brother. Episode 98, we out. Peace. Can't wait for 99. (laughs) Hey.